It's showtime. Okay, Tokyo, South America, Australia, France, Germany, UK, Africa. Here we go. Head on with Bob Kincaid. Three hours of conversation, cussing and a discussing with America's only born and bred Southern liberal talk host. Head on with Bob Kincaid is brought to you each night by Coal River Mountain Watch. Coal River Mountain Watch invites you to become part of the solution, part of a sustainable future, part of the uprising against mountaintop removal. Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net. And now, from high in the hills of beautiful West Bicod, Virginia, here's Bob Kincaid on the Head On Radio Network. Well, howdy. Goodness me, and here we are off and running on this third day of October 2023. This is the Horn. Head on dot live is where you'll find us on the interweb tube. And that's where you go, of course, if you'd like to be part of the merry, wacky, zany, real-time, madcap, multimedia extravaganza that is the Horn chat room in the three hours in which this program is live, Monday through Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time, all time zones in between, and the Great Globe Round, and whatever time it is when you're listening to the podcast. But if you're listening live... Well, feel free to augment your listening experience by bebopping over to the aforementioned Mary Wacky Zany and popping in there and uh, being greeted by the early arrivers who happen to be this evening Squeaky and Ralph's and Irish Dave and capably moderated by Horn Chief Agronomist and Chief Mathematician and Bud Turmer Emeritus expert home canner Roger in Oregon. Hi, I'm Robin. What a little afternoon we've had. What a morning we've had. This may be the titanicest of Titanic Tuesdays in the history of this almost 20-year-old broadcast effort. Mercy sakes. And I know you know what I'm talking about. But let's take care of the housekeeping before we jump into anything else. Everything, every program here at the Horn begins with gratitude, and this program is no different. And so, necessarily, we say thank you to our uh, to our, uh, thir- 20, our third day of the month subscribers via PayPal. That means thank you to Bill in Allentown. Thank you so very much. And thank you to John. Thank you both for being partial sponsors of the program, and thank you to Tony and Chico. Greetings from the left coast. I'm sending along $65 to ensure that the remainder of the first of the month memorial challenge is met. Thank you, Tony. Thank you so very much. And so it was that the uh, last remaining amounts from Bruce and Karen's memorial challenge was met, and so that means that the $300 that we raised gets doubled courtesy of... Uh, Ralph's in New Jersey, and courtesy of Chris in Germany, and courtesy of a kind, anonymous Internet friend. Is 
Sorry about that. The sneezing has begun. Okay. We are in supposedly uncharted territory. But I want to I just want to make sure because this is a This is one of the savviest, if not the savviest, uh, communities out there associated with a broadcast uh, uh, operation that there is. But I feel like I need to say this anyway. I hope we all know that what we think we just saw, we did not see. And by that I mean... And I think it might be uh, it might be helpful if we front porched this this evening if there's any interest in that. But what we saw, we did not see, because what we were supposed to think we were seeing was an internecine squabble inside the Republican Party with what passed for grown-ups uh, going up against the. Uh, Toddlers who got dropped on their heads, led by Matt. It just gets gets worse. And as uh, a different Matt, Matt in San Francisco, who just gets better and better, uh, remarked in a note to me uh, just a couple of hours ago, I don't need to be crude. Commenting on someone's looks is so cheap and easy. Matt Gates has no upper lip, and his face appears as if at some point it was normal, but there was some kind of high-speed accident, and his face hit the window and stayed like that. No, really. Take your face and press it against glass. Take a picture. Tell me you don't see Matt Gates. You can call me Jezebel. I'm cheap and easy. And we are so glad you are, Matt in San Francisco. Because that was high quality. Yeah, uh, the, the the Gulf Coast cat line got his way and set up a uh, a dumb show, a no play if you're into Japanese culture, kabuki theater, if you will. And created the impression that somehow or another there were significant differences in the Republican Party. Now, this is another one of those moments where I get to say, how about me? I was wrong. I get a lot of stuff right. I thought it looked like an opportunity to maybe get, you know, get past this 43 days from now we're going to go through the, uh, through the shutdown blues again. And maybe get Ukraine funded. But Craven McCarthy made it clear that he would make no deals for his own uh, for, for, for his own sake. And at that point in time, that left Hakeem Jeffries to sort of say, ah, well, okay. And so the Democratic caucus did not vote solidly no on Matt It Just Gates' worse's resolution. 
Instead, uh, members voted alongside Matt, it just gets worse. So that the final tally was 216 to 210 in favor of Gates's privileged motion to vacate the speakership. Yes, it is historic to a certain extent. A speaker has never been removed from the House of Representatives. Um, but this may... This may, uh, well, here's what it is. The reason I referred to it as a dumb show, a no-play, kabuki theater. What we're going to get now is a house in a state of disorganization. And so what both sides wanted, because Kevers McCarthy... didn't really want the stopgap measure that he got as as uh, September 30th wound down to nothing. There was a part of Kevers McCarthy that wanted that shutdown. And God knows, Matt at Just Gates Worse wanted it. And no small number of, of, of maggots disloyal to the United States and to their oaths of office as they are wanted it. And so we are guaranteed to go through this all over again in 43 days. And that's 43 days on the calendar. That's not 43 working days, okay? Let's remember the House of Representatives, to a certain extent the Senate, except under exceptional circumstances, only works Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. I know, great work if you can get it. Because Mondays and Fridays are travel days for going back to the district or to the mistress or to the cult leader or wherever it is that Nitwit Nero happens to be. So out of those... 43 days so that's six weeks there are only 18 in, in, uh, for all intents and purposes there are only roughly 18 days that the Congress will actually be in business True, Lee in New York says, a house divided by a freedom caucus cannot stand. Uh, Lincoln blocks. Yeah. So the appropriations bills, no, they're probably going to hang fire. Supposedly there is a secret envelope on which uh, Craven McCarthy has written uh, several names he thinks would be appropriate for the speakership. But there has to be a speaker. In order to organize and go forward and do business. 
I heard some wag say that, well, hell, we could wind up with Speaker Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan and Kevers McCarthy are basically the same guy. The only difference is that uh, Kevers doesn't go around with his jacket off. Jim, jacket off, Jordan. Yeah. It's a hot mess. And it is a hot mess by design. Make no mistake. Now, who, who, who might be the names on that, in, in that secret envelope? I haven't seen it referenced yet. But uh, Steve Scalise has been men, um, mentioned, uh, the Republican from Louisiana who was so damn stupid that he almost got killed by semi-automatic weapons fire and still couldn't figure out that maybe ordinary citizens don't need access to high-powered semi-automatic weapons. Uh, Tom Emmer has been mentioned. He says he doesn't want the damn job. Patrick McHenry of North Carolina has been mentioned. So has Garrett Graves of Louisiana Stan. And, of course, according to NBC News, Jim Jacketoff Jordan. See, any, you hear any names in there you can work with? That Democrats could work with? Because I don't feel like I do. Oh, Darlene in Connecticut adds, Arafat rule or Chip Roy, shudder, uh, he of Gonorrhea Gulch, Texas. And Darlene says, oh, of course, it's by design. And at this point, I kind of have to trust the instincts of the House Democratic leadership. But the problem with that is... The question of who pays the price. Hint, it's no one in that building. No. It's the American military. It's the National Park Service. It's Meals on Wheels. It's the women... And infant children program. It is in many instances the most fragile and most marginalized aspects, members, citizens of our country. Now, Flavio does point out that people are saying this gives Democrats more power. 
it will be necessary to have Democrats to elect a new speaker. It was necessary to have Democrats to elect Kevers. Oh, and by the way, the final, for anyone curious to know, the final resting place of Kevin McCarthy's surrendered testicles was an old mason jar that had formerly held canned squirrel meat. And I, I checked in with my sources, and they told me that uh, Matt Gates took it out of uh, Marginal Trailer Queen's refrigerator and smashed it on the sidewalk and then set fire to them. This will have adverse impacts on the standing of the United States of America. Uh, somewhere at his country, Dasha, or perhaps under uh, in his bunker under the, the Kremlin, Vlad Pudi is giggling like he just let a fart in an elevator and got off the elevator. He needs something to be happy about. Because his vaunted Black Sea fleet has absented itself from the uh, from uh, the Crimea via a uh, <laughs> via the bottom of the Black Sea. But he figures he can just wait it out. <sighs> there was some comedy gold during the debate in the House today. Some, uh, oh, I, I think it was McClintock from California speaking in defense of his pal Craven McCarthy got up and started barking and grunting about how the entire sorry affair was the fault of Democrats and the far-left woke agenda. I'm still trying to sort that one out. And pointed out that Matt Gaze, where, oh, where is he, what podium is he working from? Oh, it's not, it's not on this side of the aisle. It's over there with those people. To which Matt, it just gates worse, who of course uh, paid an, un an underage sex worker via Venmo 
Pow. He responded he would gladly have debated from the other side of the aisle, but y'all wouldn't give me a podium. There's been a lot of drama all day long. After trying to play tough and realizing that it was going to be bad for him, supporters of the weaker speaker, after Kevers said, I won't make a deal with Democrats, Well, over at Politico, one of their reporters, Meredith Lee Hill, said that back where nobody was looking, his rank and file were, in her words, frantically reaching out to Democrats to see what it would take to for them to perhaps transfer fee-simple title ownership of the jar of canned squirrel meat with Kevers testicles in it. To uh, uh, to democratic control. Pramila Jayapal of Washington, the head of the House Progressive Caucus, said, "We are not saving Kevin McCarthy. Nobody trusts Kevin McCarthy, and why should we?" Another Democrat, John Larson of Connecticut, speaking to Raw Story, said uh, members of the Problem Solvers Caucus or don't want anything to do with McCarthy. Larson went on and said, maybe he'll change now, who knows, but I think from everything I've heard and listened to this morning, people are angry with the way he's conducted himself. So I think it comes down to, can he, if there's only a handful, can he actually convince them that this is... What is this going to prove for them? How unified is their caucus then? And at the lowest level, he's just another maggot. Sure, on January 6, 2021, when the shit was hitting the fan... He did, in fact, pick up the phone and call Tangerine Tiberius and say, get your people the hell out of, out of the Capitol. And I think there may have been some F-bombs involved. But less than two days later, he was on his knees and kissing Trump's ring There is nothing either Greek or Shakespeareanly tragic about the downfall of Kevin McCarthy. Nothing at all. Oh, by the way, Cynthia, uh, Matt, Cynthia, Cynthia, Matt, y'all are relative neighbors in the Bay Area there. Cynthia says, I utterly, totally, and absolutely agree with Matt in San Francisco. I'll go even one step further. Gates would fit right in the Nazi crowd in an SS uniform, the filthy pig. Yeah, he would. There, there are no, there, understand, there are zero good people 
on the maggot side of this debate. And if you if you want to if you want to think about it in this way, there's a there's a flavor of something that we have referenced from time to time on this program about what went on today. It was a matter of Hakeem Jeffries and the Democrats sitting back, crossing their arms and saying, gee, hope it doesn't hurt too little. Now we know that when he gets terribly upset, Julius Geezer flings ketchup at the walls. We don't know what Kevers flings. But somewhere, he's having a fit. The next speaker, Lee in New York, says, well, how about uh, Clanny Granny Granny Boobert? She knows how to get a party started. Oh, Lee. Yeah, but it's it's a bare majority, and you don't want... You don't want the, the Republicans don't want their their their, their members, uh, do mean members, sidelined uh, by uh, gonorrhea or syphilis or yeah you know, uh, HIV. Because there's some shit that well, prep just can't prevent, and well, you, you get the idea. Let's not extend the metaphor. And uh, uh, hey, John uh, sent me a John sent me a thing on Shitter. In actuality. This is uh, Representative Patrick McHenry. He kind of looks like the love child of Orville Redenbacher with his little bow tie there. I know, commenting on people's looks, but... Huh. Yeah. Not long ago at all. Chair declares the House in recess subject to the call of the chair. And he had voted for the weaker speaker, I do believe. And he, oh, he slammed that, he slammed that gavel down like he was angry at it. Yes, John, it was a, it was a hissy. Which is just molecules away from a conniption. He took a full backswing on it. It's going to be weird for a while, I do believe. Oh, Emilio, flinging ketchup on the walls. Don't bother me at all. We're all screwed, Robin. Boobert's just an enthusiastic public servant. She likes to do constituent services. He likes to go the extra mile to make sure people come away happy. Oh, Amelia.
Could you stand by for a moment? I need to check on something. I'll be right back. Sorry, things are things can get a little weird around here. And I was sitting here, started the program, and um, I started smelling burning sage. And so I had to go, and that I wanted to make sure. So I just looked at Annette and said, are you smudging in here? Oh, yeah. There's been some weird things going on in the house. Can't hurt, right? Sage smells good. But this country is in a weird place. A strange place. And I just get the feeling that for all the Sturm und Drang, these Republicans aren't nearly as unhappy about this as they would like for us to believe. I don't think I don't think that the Republican Party would care if the entire building burned down. After all, it was their supporters who attacked the Capitol on January 6, 2021. Rather interesting, Darlene Connecticut says that Nancy did not cast her vote on the removal. I'm sure there's a strategic reason. Of course, she didn't need to, as it was already 216 yay and 210 nay, but uh, by the time the clerk asked for her vote a second time. <sighs> yeah. And no one voted present. Meanwhile... Uh, even even over on the Senate side, the Republicans in the Senate aren't crazy about this, uh, the Republicans in the House. And uh, Senator John Cornholio, one of the most powerful Republicans in the Senate, said, we saw a similar thing happen to Boner, Ryan, and now McCarthy. 
I'm sure the next speaker is going to be subjected to the same terrorist attacks. Oh, okay. There's there's your answer, Darlene. Thank you, Matt. Matt in San Francisco. Nancy's in San Francisco for Feinstein's funeral, which might explain why 216 to 210 is 226. Several people were absent. But John Cornyn's throwing around the T word. Terrorism. Now, meanwhile, uh, one of the most odious men uh, ever to occupy the speakership, I mean, Newton Leroy uh, Gangrene, amateur paleontologist, uh, today, in the Washington Post, bless their their access-loving hearts, they let gangrene write a column in the post. And in that column, Newt said, Gates has gone beyond regular drama. And, 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 and gangrene would know. Newt gangrene would damned well know. Because Newt did drama. Gates has gone beyond regular drama. He's destroying the House GOP's ability to govern, (laughs) like they ever had one, and draw a sharp contrast with the policy disasters of the Biden administration. The policy disasters. Yeah, among other things, uh, McClintock of California was barking and grunting about, and in my state where gasoline is about to hit $8 a gallon, yeah, because... Joe Biden ordered up $8 a gallon gasoline for the state of California. (sighs) But meanwhile, Newt said, well, uh, I only, I only rebelled against the Republican establishment when I had a damn good reason to do it. Like opposing George H.W. Bush's read my hips, no new taxes, tax increase. Gangrene writing, Gates's motion to remove McCarthy should be swiftly defeated, and then he should be expelled from the House Republican Conference. House Republicans have far more important things to do than entertain one member's ego. How'd that work out for you, Newt? Reckon the Washington Post will give him another column? Oh, sure they will. Because access is everything. Uh, Democratic absences from today's vote to castrate the weaker speaker. Oh, he's already castrated. This was just a question over uh, uh, title transfer to the old uh, squirrel meat jar that his testicles were in. 
Uh, besides Nancy being at Senator Feinstein's funeral, Cory Bush, a Democrat from Missouri, was unable to attend because of COVID. Thanks, Billable. The, the gang that got rid of uh, Craven McCarthy being described in various forms by a group of fringe conservatives. Fringe. The entire Republican Party is fringe. That kind of sloppy language just makes me bananas. Meanwhile, although uh, his daddy said otherwise, and this is, look, all this business with Gates is so tied up in daddy issues. His daddy was the, for two years, the majority leader of the Florida State Senate. And along the way, uh, allegedly used his power and influence to get his beloved son, Matt, uh, out of, uh, what, at least a couple of DUIs? Uh, Brendan Buck previously worked for speakers Paul Ryan and John Boner. He showed up on MSNBC earlier today. To explain just exactly what the real motive was behind all of these shenanigans. Is to aid the left. This demonstration of failed leadership is exactly why I plan on supporting the motion to vacate this afternoon. How does that forward any cause that they have? What does a Matt Gates or any of the others walk away with if they're successful? Yeah, I'm surprised Matt Rosedale didn't complete that tweet with vote for me for Senate because he's now running in a primary uh, to be the next senator for Montana. I mean, that's what's going on here. We have uh, a lot of members in the House Republican Conference who are just deeply selfish. And for political reasons, they're doing what works for them. Matt Gates is able to elevate himself, potentially give himself a leg up to be the next governor of Florida and have a lot of cameras on it. I mean, that, that, I hate to put it that bluntly, but that's really what a lot of this is about for, for some of these people. Um, you know, if you're McCarthy now, I think what you have to worry about is what we would call a jailbreak, when the outcome looks certain and now members feel like it's a free vote. And for a lot of them, maybe it is good politics in their primary or, or whatever their future plans is to stand up to the establishment. So you're probably seeing a lot of people sitting there thinking, like, maybe this number could get really big really fast. Now, I don't think it's going to get above... 20 or anything like that, but it could be beyond reach of what they <laughs> can even do to save him at this point. It doesn't advance anything. It advances themselves, and that's why so many Republicans are, are frustrated by what's going on, but there's really no recourse. I mean, this is the, the system we've set up where uh, they are rewarded for doing this. They, they get attention. They raise money. They don't need anything from leadership. They can sort of take it over, and now they get to choose who the next Speaker of the House is. Nobody can become Speaker without their endorsement, and that's exactly what they want right now. So are you hearing anything, Ali Vitale, that would...
Well, he missed it by a little bit. Uh, Flavio pointing out a tweet from Nancy Pelosi, who at uh, 12, 12 p.m. this afternoon said the Speaker of the House is chosen by the majority party. In this Congress, it is the responsibility of House Republicans to choose a nominee and elect the Speaker on the floor. At this time, there is no justification for a departure from this tradition. The House will be in order. The adult in the room this afternoon. Yeah, no sense in the... No sense in the Democrats um, saving him from hoisting himself on his own petard. Remember, this is all a self-inflicted wound. The only way, as it turns out, for um, nine months, curious that, the only way that Kevin McCarthy became Speaker of the House for nine months was because he gave Matt It Just Gets Worse the power to have him removed on his word. The previous rule had required a certain amount of consensus among several members in order to proffer a motion to vacate. And to our credit, the minute that this all shook out and developed, we said, well, they'll make that happen. Because the first mate, or in this case, Someone who uh, is down in the, uh, down below the waterline pumping bilge, Matt Gates, will slit the captain's throat. Uh, Darlene said, "Oh, thanks, Matt. The funeral crossed my mind. Still, if the vote was expected to be super close, she may have had to be there. But this shows how well Dems have the math down. That's because they're smart." Hopefully this doesn't backfire to something worse because we know the maggots are magnitudes, magnitudes, ah, more evil than the next and will make things far worse just for sport. And this is perfect for MAGA Republicans because this way they still get well paid without having to do shit, i.e. govern. And what did Bismarck say? The, one, the two things you never want to see made are laws and sausages? You don't want to know what Republicans make both laws and sausages of. Darlene referenced it. Uh, Steve in New York, I, I know I'm late to the game, so I'm sorry if the community already talked about this, but where are we? I'm embracing the schadenfreude, but I'm also thinking, that's all well and good, but the, nobody is driving the congressional car. That's not a good thing for the country. It feels a lot like, uh, remember from the mediocre days of Saturday Night Live, Remember Toonsis the Cat? 
driving the 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 car driving cat always ended in disaster and some sort of horrifying crash. Uh, think of Matt Gates as Tunsis the cat. But yeah. Not having even a dysfunctional House of Representatives, ah, it's not a good sign. On the bright side, for Kevers, Steve points out he did outlast the head of lettuce, unlike Liz Truss did in the UK. If it had been a head of cabbage, uh, it would have been sauerkraut. And something good, good would have come of all of this. Clarence, subject line, fuel prices. I do not understand why folks can't figure out the following. If Joe Biden has the authority to increase and decrease fuel prices, why would he increase prices if he's trying to secure your vote? If he had that power, logic says he would decrease it. And, uh, hell, if he had his way, he could make it free. Logic and critical thinking are absent in, in a large part of America. Oh, well, yeah, roughly 35%. Emilio said, I'm actually surprised by McDumbass lasted as long as he did without having his speakership challenged earlier. Oh, no, they've just been waiting for the perfect time, and this is that. They had a petulant tantrum, uh, the uh, feedum carcass did, over the fact that we didn't shut the government down and immiserate some women and some infant children and uh, fuck up the national parks and screw over the military and so this provided the perfect vehicle this was this was planned this was planned from day one this was always how it was going to play out they knew I think with the benefit of 2020 hindsight we know they knew They knew there would be a brief continuing resolution and that that would provide them the window of opportunity to try to make sure that that was the last continuing resolution for a while because they want to shut the government down. They're so transparently evil. You know, from time to time I describe Leon Scum as a derpy Batman villain. Well, this is a derpy, you know, Matt Gates is a derpy, derpy Dick Tracy villain. Remember Prune Face? Well, Matt Gates could be like Forehead Face, or I don't know, Matt brought it up, Flat Face. It's like he comes from Flatland, you know, where everybody exists only in two dimensions.
And I did hear, as the role was called uh, in the um, uh, vacancy vote, I heard a meek little voice when her name was called say, Hey? No? And thus voting in favor of the weaker speaker. And she is already, well, you'd think she would have walked up and shucked his corn for him or something. She posted a shit on Shitter, saying, No, for now. Now is not the time to remove the speaker, and I've decided to vote against the motion to vacate the chair. I'm too frustrated, I'll bet, by the broken promises, secret deals, and failed leadership. Time and time again, we've seen legislation come to the floor that the majority of Republicans do not support. And she... She's been having tantrums. A CNN reporter asked her where she stood on the whole thing, and she said, Well, I'm not Matt Gates. Okay. But have you ever escorted Matt Gates? Just asking. Just asking questions. And one maggot responded and saying, The people of Colorado will not forget this. Someone else said, someone from Arkansas said, Bobert, I'm too frustrated by the broken promise of secret deals and failed leadership. Also, Bobert, I support the person selling us out. And, uh, <laughs> too late. You blew it. It's going to be very difficult for you to recover from this. You betrayed your base. Good. Y'all stay home in November 2024 in what is it? Uh, Colorado's third congressional district. Let her go and do whatever it is, and I think we know, that makes her happy. One of the Republicans opposed to Matt Gates pointed out that he was literally fundraising from the floor of the House of Representatives and said that that is that was that was crass and rude and why didn't he think of it? Gates, for his part, responded that uh, the other maggot was just over there swanning around with lobbyists and lying in his pockets with cash. As if Matt Gates has never met a lobbyist he didn't love. As for Clanny Granny, I'm so disappointed. Turncoats sell out. You'll flip, you'll flop. Just say it, they got to you. And probably more than one person noting... Well, Lauren, you blew it. Something you're very good at doing. 
this was perhaps one of the most classic cases ever of, come on, let's you and him fight. As well as, gee, I hope it doesn't hurt too little. So I think we've gone about as far as we can go, uh, I mean, unless you've got other things to add. With today's shenanigans in the House, well, let's, no, let's not. Let's, let's continue. One last thing. Matt Gates can't get along with anybody. Among other things, today, during the debate, he uh, gooned on Jim Jacket off Jordan. Jim Jacket off Jordan, who was beholden to Kevin McCarthy for his uh, chairmanship of House Judiciary. Supported Craven McCarthy. And Garrett Hake over at NBC News said, Gates really burning down the House GOP around him. Responds to Jordan by saying oversight efforts, including their crown jewel Hunter Biden investigation, look like failure theater. Failure theater. How about that? A guy who failed to protect young male athletes at the Ohio State University also failed at the one task that he was given. Getting Hunter Biden and getting Joe Biden. And by the way, yes, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden. Well... He went to federal court today and entered three, entered a not guilty plea to the three charges against him. He's got a better than even chance. But of course, a lot of that was overshadowed by the shenanigans in the House. as well as what we will now get to, the shenanigans in a, Manha- a courtroom in lower Manhattan. Oh, dear me. I said, and I feel comfortable with it, and I think I'm right so far, That Nitwit Nero is trying to goad the judge, the prosecution, anybody into losing it at him and thereby potentially tainting any verdict. It's also noteworthy that we're two days into the trial and he's already had two hissies. 
today. Uh, now, the, the 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 visual dynamic in that courtroom is uh, Judge Angoron sits there behind the bench, and flanking him a couple of feet away is a younger woman who, in the past, has run for her own judgeship. And she is his clerk. Well, during a break in the action today, Julius Geezer went over to Tripe Social and posted a tripe that was a photograph of the young woman standing with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Nitwit Nero alleged in the photo that the woman is the girlfriend of the majority leader. There is not a single subatomic particle of evidence that that is true. He has also uh, uh, suggested that his followers need to get Letitia James, the Attorney General of New York. And so today, a day and a half into the trial, Judge Arthur Ngoran had had enough. And he did what oh so many of us have yearned for. He entered a limited gag order against Nitwit Nero, commanding him under pain of contempt of court not to and, and, and applying the rule across the board to the prosecution as well, not to say a damn word about any of his staff. And there was a, a, a period of time where uh, Nitwit Nero and his pettifoggers went back to their staging room and then back into the courtroom and back into the room, back into the courtroom, back into the room, back into the courtroom. And upon entry of the judge's order, he had to remove his tripe from tripe social. It was, and I don't think there's anybody who isn't a maggot, anyone with two functioning brain cells to rub together, who doesn't understand that that was an act of stochastic terrorism, that was an act of intimidation. And by referencing it, Judge Ngoran created a record. Because every word, every order is recorded in that courtroom. And anything, and he was warned about this multiple times, at least four, anything that Nitwit Nero says can and may be used against him in a court of law. You'll notice the indefinite article. Not the court of law, a court of law. 
which pretty much means any court of law with competent jurisdiction over anything touching upon geezer disgustus. So now, that becomes an available piece of evidence at any sentencing for him upon a finding of guilt by any or all of the juries judging his criminal cases. Which will probably not work out in his favor. Now yesterday, after uh, after the closing of the session, Geezer discussed this, said, We very much appreciate the judge's decision today, or his statement today, on the statute of limitations, which is a very big thing. Because the judge rejected financial transactions that had taken place prior to 2014, because they were, according to him, outside the statute of limitations. And Dipshit said that that meant that 80% of the case against me has been taken off the table. And so today, Judge Ngoron clarified himself and said, every use of a false statement of financial condition in business starts the statute of limitations running again. And he hasn't had um, he hasn't had much patience for the bizarre statute of limitations claims put forward by Nitwit Nero's pettifoggers. He called them bizarre, invented in for, in, an inverted form of the relation back doctrine. But when the gag order was entered, uh, no small number of legal e- eagles said it's about time. Uh, posting photos, for instance, of Nitwit Nero in a head harness with a ball gag. You don't want to look at that too long. An individual named Shanlin Wu said, Judge Ngoron is a former New York City cabbie. If Trump were a true New Yorker, he would know that you don't mess with a New York City cabbie. Trump should heed the gag order just issued against him for doxing the judge's law clerk. He, uh, uh, Shanlin Wu is a former federal prosecutor. And with this ruling in New York, in lower Manhattan, some people expect... Judge Chutkin to order something similar in fairly short order. Glenn Kirshner said, finally, a judge has stepped up and restricted Donald Trump's false, dangerous, poisonous speech and posts. 
I wish it hadn't taken a despicable lie about a judge's law clerk to finally inspire a gag order. But certainly Glenn Kirshner must have understood why. He finally had to, Nitwit Nero had to be allowed to hang himself to provide the necessary evidence of what was, of, of, of the support for any such ruling. It's very limited. Judge and Goron's order prevents and forbids parties from posting about any member of my staff. He will nonetheless claim that he is being silenced and that his First Amendment rights are being violated. Now, uh, what happens if he violates it? According to the Lincoln Project, well, and the lawyers therein, a violation of Judge Goron's order could land Trump in jail for 30 days. Would it? Because could land is different than will land. Or could get him a, an ankle bracelet for 30 days. They're not going to limit his ability to travel because he's a candidate for the presidency. Pisses me off. Meanwhile, Fonnie Willis is busy down in uh, Fulton County. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution reporting today that the district attorney there, Ms. Willis, has offered up a new platter of plea agreements for some of the schmucks at the lower end of this case. What the Atlanta Journal-Constitution refers to is at least a handful of the co-defendants have been offered agreements. Michael Roman, the director of Trump Organ Operations in Georgia, and the fake electors, defendants, people who uh, were indicted because of what they did in the fake electors scheme and in the data breach in Coffee County and most particularly the noxious and hateful harassment of Ruby Freeman, who was a poll worker in Fulton County. So we have some more. We shall see. And then there's something that relates back to yesterday's edition 
one of the allegations regarding all the fraud is that Marcus Horalius was trying to climb higher on the Forbes list of the wealthiest people in America. Well, the Forbes list has knocked him all the way off. According to reporting from Forbes, he's $300 million short of being able to qualify. short of being able to qualify for the Forbes 400. Forbes went on to say that he has relentlessly lied to reporters in trying to boost himself on the list. According to the article, the, uh, the publication itself, his net worth is down more than $600 million from a year ago. <laughs> Here's the fun part. The biggest reason, Truth Social, is social media business. Trump once envisioned a significant percentage of the country logging on to the platform, but that never happened. Uh, roughly $6.5 million have signed up so far, about 1% of the total on Shitter. Trump's 90% stake in Truth Social's parent company has plummeted in value from an estimated $730 million to less than $100 million. Is that up for sale, too? Is that subject to receivership? And his office buildings are dropping like a paralyzed falcon, too. Down a, a, an estimated $170 million in value. On the other hand, he's seen a little uptick at his tacky golf hotels and his uh, golf courses. Forbes noting, as fewer people spend time in the office, more are goofing off on the golf course. That's especially good news for Trump National Doral, the former president's most valuable golf property, purchased for $150 million in 2012 but he's still short by some $300 million. Uh, from getting on, back on the Forbes list. Not on it at all. So we're into the second hour of the program. Someone is waiting on the stress line. Let's find out who. Hey, welcome to the program. Um, who is this? This is not a game of who the fuck am I. Who, who is this? Todd. Well, it's spicy. All right. <laughs> uh, look, we, we we talked yesterday, but we did. Oh, here comes the train. But you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, I had on public radio, and then when they said Kevin McCarthy out, well, do you understand what this? Is? And I'm not gonna keep you. I did, I want someone to call and, and ask you about the impact of what they did to Ruby Freeman and her family and the impact totally different of uh, the Cassidy uh, young lady her testimony because I'm not going to preface it but you know just it, it's damning that's what we're going to say but the reason I'm calling so you know I, I, I intimated at, at Tim Philby, K-I-M, a man, Ken Philby. 
And I'm not going to take up a lot of time because I'm not, you know, we talked yesterday. It's not fair, but I want someone to call in. Don't hurry. And this this is serious doo-doo. This is not, this this has happened before. Because you think about what, what has happened now. All who who benefit we lose. First of all, let's let's understand that the United States loses when we have this type of disruption in the House of Representatives. This, this, because there is no more Republican Party, and they may as well face. They may as well call themselves the Wizzos, like Wigs Point Two, or you know, they, they have to come up with a new name because they're not Republican anymore. They're not. They're just not. You know, so we're, we're dealing with a whole lot I of like Wizzos. on different fronts. They're not the Sharks or the Jets. <laughs> well, I, I, Wizzos is like the Wigs 2.0s. Wizzos. You know? Because they're like the Wigs or the No Nothing. Wait, or, wait, hold know, on, hold like on. I'm having, I'm having, a, I'm having a, 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 a bolt of inspiration. They could Uh-oh. be. They could be the Riggers. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. She'll be here all night. Don't try the veal. Don't forget oh, to tip your server. You, damn it. Oh, you hit that one. That, where's your cowbell? Come on. Oh, thank you. I never no. sell, I never self-award. No, but that's like, come on. That's a, and plus the fact, you're Ganeers earlier. Like, I was, luckily tonight, I was able to, like, tune in early. Uh, so, because sometimes I can't. But the Ganeers, you, the, the yo, you're getting that shit down to fucking science. It's like, come that slow. I was kind of proud of the old, the old, the old mason jar that had formerly held canned squirrel meat. Well, it's funny you bring that up. I had no idea what it meant, but then you, you're such, you're so adept at describing things. I was like, you know what? Squirrels. Ain't that much meat on a squirrel. Takes a lot. Be a small take, jar. Yeah, takes, takes, takes. Yeah. <laughs> small, <laughs> small nut, small nut. Uh, you could put them in a medicine bottle. With, uh, you put, you could put them in one of those. You could put them in one of those little tiny red you used to take it to school in your lunch raisin boxes by SunMade. See, but that's how good you are at that. That's that's why you're worth it. That's how good. That's like you know. I love talking with you, man. That's the truth. So, listen. So, um, and I wasn't even going to say this, but uh, now we know. Like, we all, like, Kevin, first of all, he, he didn't have any bass in his voice. If you're going to be a man, you got to have some bass in your voice. Or, or project. Even, even the, the young men uh, in Tennessee and other places, they know how to project their power. <clears throat> Kevin yes. McCarthy... He he just didn't he he ain't got no dick man he can't he don't have no dick to swing he ain't got nothing he ain't got no nut he's a eunuch and just like a eunuch you see where his ass is kick through the curb <laughs> wait a minute I think there's a lot of potential in this conversation a lot of cowbell a lot of potential. <laughs> There's a lot of kick to the curb. Come now, look, man. I'm, look, I'm telling you, this, look, these people. We're in for some. 
do you understand? All right, so and it, well, I mean, we're being funny now. It's really not funny. And it's, I'm not going to get into Jehoshaphat because I had a question. I have a question about that. I, ha- I have him. I have him, I have him ready to go. Go for it. Uh, well, isn't it? Let me tell you something. Now I ain't going to get too specific, but you know we had a little inside conversation last night, and I was like, okay, that's enough because it's just too much going on. Don't listen. You already know what I'm. Come on. Then they had they had to address it when see. When I started talking about Snowflake, Arizona, I mean, because we had to, in other words, when I was at the university, uh, we would have committees, uh, practice committees. And, you know, sometimes you, you just, it's like, um, I guess if you're in the military, it would be like game, like war game, kind of, you know, playing out scenarios. Except this is in academia. You know, you figure out, okay, so if this, ha- if A happens, you know, a, B, and C, you know, what, what will happen? You know, what are the repercussions? Um, so we, I think we have to look at a situation like that because in terms of the deplorables. Right. Because we have to do, we have to figure out what to do with them because they're never going to be happy. And the, the law is the law. And, you know, and, 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 and this, this, this is the reason I'm calling because the fact that they actually ejected their speaker who was weak, but he did the right thing. He did the right thing at the end, but he should have just kept his agreement in the first place. But there's so much other stuff going on and we don't know who's taking money from our enemies and Russia and everything else. Uh, cause Matt Gates is slimy. He looks like a damn slimy ass, uh, uh, real estate agent. Now, Matt in San Francisco that, nailed it. You know, put your face up against a piece of glass and take a picture, and you get Matt Case. Yeah, no good can come of that. So, so what I'm saying is that now that we are, are, are you know, are, you know what? I got no problem with Hakeem Jeffries. And I think that that's what we're going to have to settle with something because we cannot have chaos. Our enemies thrive when we are in chaos. So Russia is winning again. That's my point. Russia is still winning. Well, this, this may be, this may be a reprieve for the, you know, via the Moscow caucus. This may be a reprieve because they've been losing. It's bad enough that Putin, uh, even though, uh, the, uh, Prigozhin is singing with the choir, bleeding choir eternal now. Uh, he sent Wagner fighters back into, uh, back to the front to suck up bullets. And his, 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 his Black Sea fleet is done. So they can't project. I, I they, 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 can't, they can't project naval power, which makes it, it does, easier. Is the wrong word, but it makes it um, more attainable to think of, of take you know getting all the way back to the 1914, 1914, 2014 borders mm-hmm. that uh, Russia violated. Yeah. 
See, we can't let them have Crimea. But, but without, I, I mean, mean, they've got it. No, we want, what, we, we, want to, we want complete victory for Ukraine. Complete well, territorial do, integrity but, according to the treaties signed that established the borders of Ukraine. I was going to ask you about that two days ago. I'm glad you brought that up because is it is it or is it true or not that we did sign a treaty like when they when Ukraine gave up their nuclear weapons, we will protect them? Is that true or not? No, Russia Russia signed a treaty with Ukraine establishing their borders after the fall of the Soviet Union. Well, Putin's nothing but a war criminal. I mean, this is, you know, and you've got all these people still in love with Putin. This, this, is, this is what, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead, but this is just so disgusting. I, I, I just don't understand it. This is a mess. It's a big mess because, you see, this is affecting the world economy. And, and you know, a lot of people really, unless you are into this stuff like we are, we don't, a lot of people don't understand. In that part of the world, they fry a lot of food. They need that sunflower oil. They need that. It's like, it's a big deal. That's a big fucking deal to have those crops disrupted, you know, in Ukraine. And, and if they're using depleted uranium weapons, we don't know what, you know, we don't know what's going on. I don't know. Cause uh, it could be contaminating the soil. There's a lot of stuff that could be going on. And we'll find out. Like the movie, moon might be dead. Who knows? But by that time. Um, well, let's hope not. Let's be right. optimists. Let's be optimistic. So, let's talk about pattern and practice. And, and oh, and, and you crack me up. You talk about eighty percent. Whatever, you know. I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. But when you're talking about uh, the milf, the mentally ill fascist in court, and and he so he just admitted, oh, most of my fraud was before that time anyway. Ha ha ha. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, he just gets more. You know, he, he, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So I'm, I'm glad you made that point. Well, I, okay. So, oh, all right. Yeah. So back to the deplorables. You have okay. Your, your interns had that queued up. Uh yes, yes. Now, remember, we, we talked about this last night, how, you know, depraved these people are. They just, they're, they're just done. They're gone. They're not thinking. Or they, they thought, you know, this, uh, their, th- their thought process is just wrong. It's, I mean, it's gone. And I'm not going to be an academic in my speech right now, but it's just so shocking. I could not believe. I, I'm like, What? This 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 mentally ill fascist says something, and you just lapping up behind it. Right. You know, well, yeah, he should be executed because 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 Trump says so. I'm like, but that, but do you like really? What? What? This fucker has been a fraudster since like oh, I don't know, probably 19 or 20 years old. And we've been trying to tell you that. I think that's fair. And it. You know, and I'm telling you, like, I tell you, like, you know, when I talk about boarding school, I remember I remember going to that school he went to, and shit doesn't change that fast. New York Military Academy, uh, Cornwall, Cornwall, man, look, now, maybe some people had good experiences there, but once again, I had a roommate a whole year 
at my school who transferred from there because it was so disgusting. And I had been going there for three years for three different sports. So I was there a lot. And uh, my senior year, we stopped. We had stopped going there because it was just too problematic. They were just assholes. Everyone. The faculty, the kids, everybody. They were just assholes, dickheads. Just like Trump. So I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Like I was in that circuit. There's not that many people on that circuit. I'm like making a big deal of it, but somebody's got to speak up. You know what I'm saying? I know. I, I mean, I remember coming back. Oh God, in the winter, like playing basketball, it'd be cold as shit. And that man coming back, we stop at McDonald's, and you're a teenager. And you're like, uh, you can get up the whole store, but you got to get back to campus. And uh, but anywho, uh, yeah. So you know. He's warped, and I, I, I don't know this. So the deplorables, why? What? What are they grasping? You know, there's only one thing, and you know exactly what it is. You know exactly the, what. It no, is. no, no. The purpose, like I said at the beginning of the program, what we thought we saw, we did not see. Yes, it's historic. Yes, they've removed the speaker, but the Arafat rule is still in operation. The, the 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 sense of well vendetta you know the rules of Conley mm-hmm. the, as, as Bishop as, as Bishop as Baron Vladimir Harkonnen pointed out the rules of Conley have been observed a state of vendetta exists between House Atreides and House Harkonnen <laughs> and it uh, never dies. It, it never Only dies. the problem it is, in this particular instance, both of the houses uh, in, in the Republican caucus in the House, they're both Harkonnens. So what I, what we thought we saw, we did not see. The, these, uh, you know, the, 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 these, the, these are not the, no, no, no. Yeah, it's a, it's a. Well, they have to. It's a, it's a, it's a Sith mind trick. Okay. These are not the droids they you're looking to. for. Because what's what, what the, the the entirety of this stems out of a sense of vendetta over the fact that the that a bunch of maggots who desperately want to hang Ukraine out to dry turn uh, turn the American military's guns on Mexico and who want to crash everything and then blame it on Joe Biden, Todd, they got their wish. They got it. That's what I'm saying. We lose. Because We're losing. The, 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 uh, uh, what did I say it was? Uh, so we got 18 actual legislative days when these miserable punks will work. And they can't so, work. So the and they can't. The forty-five or whatever. What you're saying is that forty-five is really in, in working time is eighteen. Yeah. So people understand, right? And with no right. and with no speaker, or at best a speaker pro tem, there's no power. Nothing. There is no. And that's what they want. There, there is see? no motive force. That's but but see that's what 
that's what they want, and that is and what so they're the going people to, that are paying they're going them to, for. They're going to get the shutdown they could not get on October 1st. It, it's going to be by default. They're going like to get it. In, they're they're, the they're, they're going to get it instead with winter breathing down our necks in places where it still turns winter. And, and let me let me mention one thing that would have been just. I mean, there was a lot of things because everyone has childcare. This childcare thing is just a mess. But remember, our food is nasty enough. Food safety inspection that that would have been that that's still on the table. They they don't even care about that. That's something everybody can agree on. How can we not all agree on that? We want safe food. And you see, once again, let's go back to my mantra. When people say too much regulation, don't let them get away with that shit. Well, what regulations are you referring to? Could you please be more specific? Do you mean uh, tainted water? You, you like poison water? Well, because I don't know. You just said regulation. That's, you know, that's very nebulous. Oh, they don't understand that word, do you? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that's a big word for you, sorry. Yeah, I'm not talking to you. No, I, I get it. But, uh, you know, it is, it, we were dealing with simple Simon people, man. And, and you see, these fuckers are feeling good. They're eating the candy. What are we going to do with these deplorables? MSNBC, they interview people. They, they're okay with executing a general who told the truth. Everybody telling the truth. You can't handle the truth. Yeah. But they, they, they want to burn it all down. Under the guise of saving. So what's going to happen? Uh, my personal guess is we will shut down sometime in November. Ukraine will get hung out to dry. Uh, just as you know, just as the the desperate need for winter heating comes on, fly heat. Yeah, I mean, see the way that well, the, the, the way the maggots have portray, successfully portrayed Ukraine is this notion, and maybe it's because that because it was their normal under dim leader. You remember the story out of Iraq, Todd? of great truckloads, tractor-trailer, semi-trailer loads, of shrink-wrapped $100 bills on the, on the tarmac at Baghdad International Airport. Yeah. And, and how they, they called them footballs. Right. And they would literally... Pass them around, you know, throw them through the air like footballs, and right. it was all cash, and it all just disappeared. Yeah. Paying, paying off warlords and corrupt this and corrupt that, and I think some probably came home, it came home inside of a, a, a guitar or something for you know corruption. In addition to the Bank of Iraq, and yeah, that's the, not, uh, but but they make it, looted. but they make it sound like that's what's going on in Ukraine. It isn't. I'm glad you made it right. We're on the same we're, page. We're, we are we are yeah. we are providing them arms that are that serve no use to us. That we right. were going to get rid of anyway. We've basically given them all of our old stuff. 
you know, Germany's and, and, and we're giving food and we're giving civilian humanitarian aid stuff to get through brutal winters with. Well, but this is also, I mean, you know, this is country. this is also about, and I don't want to leave this out of the mix. This is also about how pissed off the maggots still are at Ukraine for dropping the dime on Nitwit Nero and his bribery scheme. Well, that's what I wanted to get to because I'm glad I want to clear air about something. Because I often hear on, on C-SPAN, uh, Washington Journal, when, when I tune in, which is like, you know. But there's this, there's this narrative out there about the prospect they were so corrupt. But the Western world wanted that guy out. He was so corrupt. They, everybody wanted him out. Everybody wanted him out. He was that corrupt. They were like, he's got to go. So... Once again, they're projecting. It's reversed. Just like when Matt Gates today said, he, when I listened to him today, he said, I was like, well, that's what you're doing. What the hell are you talking about? That slimy, pale bastard, man. That fucker. I hope he has a heart attack and doing all the damn drugs he does. He's too damn pale. He don't look right. He looks like the devil. What the fuck is wrong with him? I know. I know. But you mentioned Jehoshaphat. Right, so, yeah, that's what. See, that's what. And you know they're 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 trying to make it clear just exactly where he stands in this trial, and the fact that you know it, well, uh, let's 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 check in with the morning zoo crew, shall we? When you have a radical left attorney general like Letitia James, who's a disgrace to our country, who got elected on the fact that she's going to take down President Trump, we're going to take him down. This is called election interference, and worse than that, really much worse than that. And you don't get much worse than election interference. I got a call last week. Sir, we lost part of the case. I said, the trial didn't even start. You know, the trial starts, I guess, today. He ruled that we lost a big I part guess. of the case because he's a Democrat club politician. He's a Democrat operative, and he's a disgrace. Yeah, that's, that's a really, really, I think... <laughs> Yeah, uh, hold on one thing because yeah, I've got video and this is a radio program. Uh oh. But back video o- killed a rich. Yeah, I don't do that. Sure. <laughs> uh, back over Nitwit Nero's left shoulder, looking completely deer in the headlights, is counsel for the parking garage, Alina Habana Habana Habana. When any competent counsel would have walked up to him, because you know when 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 you're when you're when you're litigation counsel, you, I mean, as a lawyer, you owe a duty to your client to zealously represent them. But part of zealously representing them has to do with not letting them fuck themselves. 
But Alina Habana Habana Habana, the counsel for the parking garage, is just standing back there like a potted plant when she should be up there saying, uh, sir, um, we need, uh, you, you, you need to step away from the microphone, sir, because he likes being called sir. But instead, she just lets him rail on. Oh, and by the way, uh, I have uh, I have Steve in New York with us on the stress line, or no, you're on the stress line on the uh, on the Skype line. So uh, on the Skype line, yes. You there? Are you there, Steve? I am. Can you hear me? Uh, let me let me gain you up. Better. Talk to me. I can hear fine. Okay. Can you, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, just want to just want to make sure you're not clipping. Hi, Steve. Hey, my good man. What's happening? I'm I'm so glad to hear your lowerly voice. By the way, I need to correct Robin on something. Oh no. On oh no! Damn, pe- man! Come on! That's okay. On the Budapest Agreement. The Budapest Agreement was the agreement where Ukraine, the UK, Russia, and the US signed about Ukraine's disarmament. Right. What that's what that agreement said was first and foremost, the Ukraine agreed to give up or excuse me, Ukraine agreed to give up their nuclear arsenal. The UK, Russia, and the US it's kind of funny, to be honest with you, when you read the language, agreed not to violate the territory, the borders of Ukraine. Ha, ha, ha. What that, I, I, I've read it a couple times, and, it, and it, it's kind of struck me as a little bit interesting. The no country had any obligation to defend Ukraine unless the aggressor country threatened the uh, uh, threatened or used nuclear weapons. Right, but there's another treaty signed in 1997, and that yeah, is that's the that, 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 um, is that also is that also known as the Russian-Ukrainian friendship treaty? Uh, probably, but that's the one I'm talking about, called the Budapest Agreement. Yeah, the inviolability uh, of existing borders, respecting yes. territorial integrity. Yes. Um, and the only time that the on the only instance where any of those other three countries we can kind of throw Russia out of the mix here because that was kind of funny. Uh, funny that, that, um, I don't think this is the Budapest Agreement because it was signed in Kiev. Yeah, but it's in 1997. Yeah, in Kiev. I'll have to go back and look at it, but... Uh, Ukrainian President Leonid Kuchma and Russian President Boris Yeltsin. Boris Yeltsin, yes. Who was apparently sober that day. <laughs> well, uh, rumor, <laughs> has funny. rumor has it, anyway. Um, okay. I actually... There, there is the pure political part of me that likes what happened today. The, the let's step back and look at this part of me says this could be very, very gravely bad. 
because it begins to paint the picture that started under Trump, which was, it looks like you people can't govern yourself, yourselves. That's because they're an enemy of governance. And, and I agree with you. But that doesn't erase the fact that on the international stage, <clears throat> this really, I think we are, we are, t and maybe I'm being alarmist here, but my queasy gizzard says we are teetering on the brink of something very, very, very bad. I've got the same queasy, my, well, your gizzard's queasy, my liver's quivering. Right. So you and I... Yep. And, and 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 Todd, you probably have the same thing. I, I just um, well, it was McCarthy. Uh, just I didn't know it was going to happen that quickly, and that's that's when I uh, today. I mean, just hours ago, I'm like, okay, this changes the whole the whole board. I'm not I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm not saying it's imminent to happen. But this is the look. These are the factors for an awful lot of countries who end up falling to coups, falling to strongman. Fall well, didn't we, and, and I realize they're separate countries now, but didn't we guarantee the territorial integrity of Czechoslovakia and then we didn't? Then we sold them out. I re I or to go back to or, or to go back to 1914, um, wasn't wasn't the territorial integrity of Belgium guaranteed? And that was one of the triggers of World War One. Um, that I can't tell you. I, although <laughs> World War One is one of those things where everybody was in bed with everybody else, and nobody knew it. Yeah. And nobody knew it, and then all of a but sudden, the, but, it was like, but the von the von Schlieffen plan uh, was predicated on a on a brutally efficient German timetable that required a sweep through Belgium and then a a, a descent southward for encirclement of Paris. You know, I've actually heard that. I, I in the in the book I in the book I read about Hitler in World War Two that. And I know that was World War One, but that actually sounds familiar to me. Well, it's because they used it again. Yeah. It was such a great plan. All it had to do was work. Yeah. That was the whole thing mm -hmm. about, remember, you know, France had the big wall. and Yeah, the Maginot it, Line. It didn't quite work. Yeah, because you couldn't turn the guns around. Right. Um, hey, Steve. Just, Todd. May, may I ask you and Robin a question? What, what kind of question is that? Of course you can. You don't have to ask to ask a question. Todd is a gentleman of collegiality and comedy, Steve. Okay. I'm not used to that because I'm none of those things. Well, you're in New York. Yeah. <laughs> and I still hate Arthur and Gorman. So. I, I, you, you and Robin, because this this, I'm listening to everyone and all everything we've talked about and then current events. So this disruption with our House of Representatives, 
we had like this a big deal. How does that play into what we already know is a project twenty? Is it twenty twenty five? Well, it, yeah, but how does it play into Project 2025? Uh, this is a means yes. of achieving it. They get a Republican president, a Republican House, a Republican Senate. They already have the, the Supreme Court of the United States. And shit gets really interesting in a real hurry. Very few, you know, I, I didn't talk about it because I try to stay away from these things without to, so that I'm not just saturating the program. But in the Senate, of the, in the Senate of the United States the other day, some maggot senators, including Tommy the Tuber and Marsha X Blackburn, introduced a bill to ban gender-affirming uh, care for minors throughout the entire United States. For minors? Yes. Because it is abundantly clear from leaked documents that that's, that's where the Alliance Defending Freedom and the other gangs... The other tax tax exempt grifts start because, in their words, that's where the public sentiment is, and we'll move on to everybody else after that. This is our uh, Nemo and okay. Walmart is what it comes down to. Kinda. So that you know, in in that that would that will be reintroduced in the oh god, what hundred nineteenth Congress? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, with a Republican majority in both houses, it'll pass through them like shit through a goose, along with a nationwide transgender youth sports ban. It'll be signed into law by a Republican president. It will be sued over. It'll go to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, in complete uh, in, in complete contravention of their holding in Dobbs. That says that this is we're just sending it we're just sending abortion back to the states where it belongs. They will uphold it based on the doctrine established in Dobbs and Bruin, saying that there is no history or tradition in the United States of of parents being able to change the gender of their children. The Eleventh Circuit Court of Appeal, a three-judge panel, has already used exactly that language with regard to the statute in Alabama. That's part, I mean, that's just part of Project 2025. Remember in the concurrence to Dobbs, Fappy Thomas said, you bring, you, 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 you make up, because that's what they, that's what they did with 303 Creative. You make up a plaintiff who is religiously aggrieved based upon their sincerely held religious beliefs under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. They're, uh, they, are, they are thus aggrieved by same-sex marriage, marriage equality. You bring us that case, and we will strike down the entirety of substantive due process. Except for loving. <clears throat> Remember, Steve? Yes, Bring us, bring us, bring us a religiously aggrieved, based upon sincerely held religious beliefs, Religious Freedom Restoration Act claim about sodomy, and we will strike down Lawrence based upon that. Forgetting the fact that sodomy under Texas law was not just 
No, it applied. It applied to heterosexual couples as well. They're not forgetting. But it wasn't even butt sex. No, it's blo- it, it can be blowjobs. Yeah, it can be a blowjob. Oh God, no! Don't say that. Todd. Well, we have to be. Look, we have to. I mean, I'm sorry to be. I'm sorry to be crass or 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 ungentil. Um, Fellatio. But these are things people have to understand. These are things people have to understand because, and you have said this a million times, I've said this a million times, I'm sure Todd has said this a million times. Look, every time I'm you think, shocked. every time You're you think, on blow job? every time you think that what they're doing is only for those people, Watch the fuck out, because they're coming for you. Okay, you got that right, Steve. That's the point. It's like these people are not going to stop. Just like the Nazis. Are, oh yeah, we're, 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 we're yeah, just we'll be okay with polls. Well, I mean, no, you can take care of that legislatively, legislatively, Steve, with a simple wherefore oral sex, including cunnilingus fellatio and analingus among consenting heterosexual adults is ordained by God, that shall be accepted from this statute. And the statute shall specifically address ungodly behavior among ungodly people engaging in ungodly acts of homosexuality. That's just a legislative finding of fact. I mean, it's this. And on the third day, God created the Remington Bull Action Rifle so that man could fight the dinosaurs and the homosexuals. Amen. We're there. Or we're on the way there. Ah. I mean, we just are. But Project 2025 is, is, is huge and sweeping, and it's a wish list. But let's go back to Jehoshaphat for a second and check in on their analysis of uh, Nitwit Nero's rant yesterday. Part of my law school class on judge trials, uh, where the professor told you, if it's a judge trial and the judge is determining your future that is best for you to insult him and call him a loser and and attack him. Uh, again, it, it makes no sense. As, as, as we were watching for dangerous. 15 seconds yesterday, as Donald Trump was saying that this guy uh, could be arrested, should be arrested, um, of course, there's there's the threat, there's the intimidation. If I get elected president, I'm going to arrest you, is what Donald Trump's saying there. But... You know, any other defendant in America in this position, Willie, that's already been found guilty of fraud, the evidence is very clear against him. You know, he's uh, over-exaggerating. And everybody in New York had known for decades. I said this this yesterday. 
you would actually have somebody get on the stand and apologize, say, made mistakes, say this, I did that. I am so sorry, Your Honor. I'm going, I'm going to straighten this up. We're going to put systems in place to take care of it and uh, throw ourselves on the mercy of the court uh, to let you know we're not going to do this again. We're going to, we're, we're going to make sure that anything that we file is with, with, with tax authorities in New York State and with banks is going to be correct. And I know we fell far short of the mark, but that, then you would have a judge saying, all right, this is a problem. We'll put your company on probation, however, however they do it. Uh, but instead, you have Donald Trump, who's been caught. This is the bank robber that has been caught or this is the congressman who's, has who's been, been caught decided. in am scam with money in his pockets like jammed into his pockets looking like the michelin man because he has so much money jammed into his coat pockets you know yelling and screaming about unfairly being prosecuted he's already been busted like he's already been caught i'll only point out that it is not the michelin man it is, in Trump's case, it is the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Just, you know, from the fact track department. Lying. He's already been caught saying that he, he had a 30,000 square foot residence when it was like 10,000 square feet. Claiming that he had the most expensive property in all of New York what City. Well, that was a lie as well. God. And what's he doing? He's doing the exact opposite of what he should be doing. He's, he's continuing to drive his car off the cliff and leave his lawyers in a, a no-win position. And then after it's over, you know. He'll and by the way, some of the photos they're showing still shots inside the courtroom. Uh, 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 counsel for the parking garage, Alina Habana Habana Habana, is sitting at, at, at lead counsel table. And there are some shots of her. Where her face, she's just got this vacant stare and an open mouth look like a cow looking at a new gate. You know what? I thought I saw that and I was like, oh my God, she's got that, okay, what happens next look on her face. Yeah, she's got, I, I should, I never should have left the parking garage. That's what that look is. That's exactly what We that all is. saw that. I and saw her was sitting vacant. there. And then we. I saw we her found out that she didn't even have enough sense to ask for yeah. a jury trial, and then she was worried about her hair. Maybe she flipped her hair, and she was just, I'm, I'm sorry, but everybody saw the same thing. No, when you I'm, file an answer in New York, there is a form, and I'm sure every other state is like this, and all it is is a box to check. You don't even have to write it anywhere because everything is e-file, you just check a fucking box. And that look on her face was... I don't think I'm going to be a lawyer for a lot yeah, longer. That's, exa I, I, <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. I thought. And when I saw her, I thought... And I already got my hair frosted to look like melanoma. Oh, Jesus. Uh, she just did you not people. know... Yeah, she did not know what she was doing there. And I would not comment on her appearance. She uh, she seems to be, she seems to be objectively beautiful, except for the fact that her her look keeps changing to look more and more like a Trump girl. 
Remember, that's Ca- the whole point. Remember, Cassidy Hutchinson said, and then that day, uh, President Trump told me to go home and put streaks in my hair, highlights, and I did. I do not understand the sway that he has over MAGA women. I don't understand the sway he has. Did I did I send you that article from like a million years ago where Cranes New York basically took him off their top ten list? Yeah. This this notion of him overstating is nothing this new. This is not new. This is not fucking new. But, you know, it's like, uh, you know, don't hate the player, hate the game, right? I mean, the, the, the New York, Manhattan Society, whatever, they look the other way. Because, you know, it's Trump, and everybody knows Trump is like that. Well, wait a minute. That's, that's what I want to ask you guys about. Because, like, what you just said, and I'm thinking about, you know, when I was in boarding school, I was up there in the mid-Hudson Valley. In the 80s, you know, when Trump was in his heyday of bullshittery, it was a joke, you know, it was a damn joke. Like, he was all coked up and he womanizing, getting drunk. You know, it was, it was you know, it was funny. Uh, that's why I was like, everybody yeah, geek, up there was uh, like, what? Geek dancing on camera next to, uh, uh, oh, what's his name? The, the uh, dead Jeffrey, part. uh. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, oh, shit! Guess who he's a lot like? Matt Gates. Huh. Ah, Daddy. Except, they have except, a lot he, except he, his forehead is not nearly as large. Uh, it's covered up by the coma. Well, that's true. But you know, so you know, this is what we're dealing with, and and, and uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. I, I'll be honest, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, but it was something that you guys said. It triggered. It, it triggered something that we had to be we had to be cognizant of. Well, we already talked about the deplorables. We were talking about Jehoshaphat, and and it, did you see interviews with the people? After, you know, yeah, I've got you that too. About? But let's let's yeah, let's finish Jehoshaphat real quick. He'll probably call for the okay. execution of the judge, oh like he called God. for the execution of General Milley. It's a, it is, it is a, 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 a zero-sum game, and it's a game he loses every time. And as you say, the facts and evidence are stacked against him, so now all he has is to play that outside game where he goes outside the courtroom, attacks the judge, attacks the prosecutors in this case. And by the way, you can expect to see that same speech, just cue it up every time he comes out of one of these other courtrooms, attack the judge, attack the process, that there's a witch hunt against him. Some pretty extraordinary pictures on the covers of the newspapers here in New York this morning. Looks like an ad for The Apprentice or something. That face, Wall Street Journal, a very similar photograph, too, of uh, the tantrum outside the courtroom as two police officers stand by. Let's bring in Bloomberg. Yeah, so so there's that. And then what you were alluding to, Todd, uh, they they put together... No, you triggered me. I'm sorry, I have to cut you off. You, you triggered me. All right, it's the long-standing fraud. That that was the point I was making. Like I was a teenager, and it was now we were required. Like we, we had to read the New York Times every day. We had to like the stacks of paper. We had to read the paper. That was part of what we had to do. You know, Quaker school. We had to read the. You know, this guy 
I mean, and you know, the New York Times, the Daily, it was a lot to read. There's a lot in there. Then they had the Science Times on Tuesdays. Whoa, watch out. Uh, so, you know, he, this has been, this is what middle America didn't understand, but they just didn't listen. Everybody kept telling him that. This, this is the problem is that he's just, a, he's just a vector. He's a vector of, of, of this, this, what, what was never, you know, these unreconstructed Confederates. In every county, it's in just this, it's this just country. it's just so damnably sad because, and it's not just him. You know, it's two thousand and hanging chads and pregnant chads and the Brooks Brothers riot in Miami Dade. We're living in an alternate universe. None of this had to happen. None of it. No. See, and I like what you said because that's how. That's, I mean. I'm being personal now. That's how I feel. It's like we, we it's like that that uh a series of counterpart or something. It's like we're living Yes, we're yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh. somewhere somewhere there's an America where you know in on, on in some alternate universe there's an America where <laughs> Al Gore became president. Where the towers didn't fall. People yeah. made a living wage. You know, maybe John McCain becomes president in 2008 after eight years of Al Gore. Or maybe the Republican Party is just in such disarray that, uh, well, oh, Jesus. Maybe Joe Lieberman? Wait a minute. Wait, Joe oh. Lieberman? Or maybe Joe Lieberman runs and, and Barack Obama runs against him in 2008 and Barack Obama wins and Hillary Clinton Hillary Clinton's president Hillary Clinton's president in 2016 and there's no January 6th. You know, there's no million people dead there's no million people dead from COVID. I know I'm I'm the way down the rabbit hole at this point, but uh, later on during our fourth no. our, our filthy morning habit, they ran a montage of maggots responding to things like calling for the execution of General Milley. It was not great. Marking. All right, that's taking a long time. Let's reload. We're all glad that you're going to play that. Well, it was chilling. That is how I felt. That's the main reason I called tonight because we just talked. But I, I was, I was, I felt compelled. Okay, let's try this again. Is it on mute? Ah, oh, here we go. Thing where like we can't be shocked anymore by what Donald Trump says, but we ought to be shocked by this. And over the last eight and a half years, he has said things repeatedly about the military, disparaging the military, showing he has no understanding or respect for the sacrifice of military veterans uh, or those lost, the families, who gold star families who've lost someone. 
And so when you put that to a Trump supporter and say, really, you, you're OK with him saying General Milley should be executed? You're OK with him disparaging dead and wounded soldiers? And they'll say, well, it's the media or it's just Donald being Donald. He's just popping off. But is there no point along this ride where you go, I've had it? That's too much for me. You would think you would think disparaging the military that Republicans over the years have taken such great pains to say we are patriots. The military is us. We defend them. You can't step out on this stuff and criticize the president. Nobody really has in the party, certainly among his supporters. And, and that is very, very, very discouraging about our looking at their character, members of his party in Congress, because when he has said ugly things, you can say to yourself, he's trying to sell to a certain crowd. He's trying to appeal to a certain audience. But when you stand in a cemetery of people that have died serving the country and disparage those that are still alive that may have certain deficiencies physically because they serve the country and you say that that's not you playing to a crowd that's who you are that tells us who you are and Please you're not going to go out of it you're not going to change you don't want to change that's you and if we can look at a man that is really like that how do you even risk putting him back in front of this country and sitting in the Oval Office with our secrets and guiding this country. That's who he is. So let's take a look at what some Trump supporters in Iowa said over the weekend about when they were asked about Trump's comment about Mark Milley. It's treason is treason. There's only one cure for treason. And what is that? Being put to death. Treason is treason. And we used to don't know what execute or, or imprison people for it. And all the treasonous actions I see now in this day and age is just throw it underneath the rug. I know uh, Trump's feelings about uh, Mark Milley, and I agree. Why was he not in a, uh, before a firing squad within a month? Yeah. Okay, so I, have, I just, you know, let's just bring the entire reality into this. We know that a lot of those people who support Trump don't watch Morning Joe, okay? So whatever they watch, my question is, and this is what Molly Jong Fast wrote about, I think, a week ago, and that is this conversation, one of the reasons why this, this sickness is cultivating in our society is that there are certain places that are, quote, news organizations that don't cover this. Like, they're not shocked at all about Miller being uh, called for death. They're not shocked at all that uh, it would be confirmed that the president thinks those who sacrificed and died for us are losers. They don't believe it was ever said because it's not covered in the worlds where they get their news. And that's a huge well, problem. The, it's, it's not something we can ignore. Well, the problem is it's self-selecting. So. As I say to my friends, they say, oh, I just don't follow the news anymore. And they say, oh, really, what do you do? And that's, again, they start telling me about how they go to these conspiracy websites. It's not go, just well, conspiracy are, websites. Are they, get, are, are, they get, are they get Facebook uh, deals? Or they go to some more extreme cable news channels? And, um, you know, Elise Jordan, the thing is, they could look at Rupert Murdoch's Wall Street Journal. <laughs> and they would see that this was a lie. I mean, they could look at the Associated Press and see that this is a lie. They could look at Reuters and see that this is a lie. They could look at, at general news, uh, news lines 
and see that yeah, this, is, this is a lie. What? They're not going to, look, I, I think a lot of these people watch news all day and listen to it. They're not, you know, spending time looking for, you know, whatever newspaper. I think that this is, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. There's Newsmax, there's this, there's that, there's also Fox, which I watch a lot. They don't cover this. Well, but, but That's what they watch. But do they do, well... Just, I want to be sorry. careful here, but Fox doesn't say that 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 um, that Mark Milley should be executed. No, but they don't cover this. They don't cover this. Well, they don't cover this as news, and they don't think it's shocking. They well, don't. I, I can't. They don't. I can't There's speak one to you. You don't watch. On, well, I do. Watch I watch all the hours time. A day. The, like, and when it's brought up by like a, they bring in a left-leaning host, it's completely ignored. Well, I'm sorry. These people don't get information, I, and they don't get a sense of context. Okay. Well, I don't They're watch Fox watching. 24 hours a day, so I can't say that they never bring this up. I know you watch it a lot. I know you watch it a lot. I know you don't watch it 24 hours a day. I do know this, though, and I think we can agree on this. Yeah. Elise, when you have a Republican debate and you have everybody lined up at that Republican debate and you know that a lot of these people that we're seeing saying that Millie should be executed are watching that debate, and it doesn't even come up at that debate, and it doesn't come up at that debate because really the first question that should have been asked in that debate by the moderators, number one, should have been, uh, Donald Trump was found guilty of committing fraud. Specifically, he overestimated the size of his own uh, uh, luxury uh, apartment by, I don't know, whatever percent, instead of 10,000 square feet, it was 30. They should have said, he's already been found guilty of fraud. Uh, is is that uh, is that how uh, somebody running for president should uh, comport themselves? The second question should have been: Donald Trump has said that Mark Milley should been been executed. Uh, that came out this past weekend. Uh, what are your comments there? So now um, we just just had a note in from uh, Darlene in Connecticut. I, tol I totally think Alina Haba is 100% a melanoma stand-in. She's looking more and more like her. The way she's holding her mouth with that puffiness around the mouth and lips, the smoldering glare. I don't know if she got some work done there or some Botox injections, but I'm serious. She's morphing into Trump's third baby mama before our very eyes. Steve's right. All she had to do was check off a box for a jury trial on a form. She fucked up big time. Watch what she does when Trump starts bringing up the fact that the trial before in Goron is not a jury trial. She starts getting fidgety and then looks behind her. Watch one of the other Trump attorneys give her dagger eyes. Pretty funny. At this point, she's managed to fly under Trump's radar for screwing this up, but Trump will eventually blame her on appeal, I bet. Yeah. Ineffective assistance of counsel or in a civil context, legal malpractice. And frankly, Steve, tell me if I'm wrong, but it is legal malpractice. Yeah, uh, yes. I was gonna say, I'm listening to what Darlene said, and I'm like, yes. Yes, check that. Yes, check that. Yes, check that. Nothing Darlene said there wasn't completely 100% spot on correct. And see, I came from an era before everything was e-filed. There was no, there was no internet. In fact, uh, we had we had scriveners uh, with chisels uh, on stone <laughs> tablets hammering away. It was hard to get any work done. That's why we had them in a separate building, a separate cave, really. Uh, because the noise, it was just yeah, too right. Loud. It was just too much. You couldn't, you couldn't, yeah. th you couldn't think lawyerly things. And my 
torts professor who would smoke a half a pack of Marlboro Reds in the classroom. It was like in the classroom, right? Yeah, in yeah. the classroom, flicking his ashes in the chalk tray because there were no whiteboards then. Is that not totally typical? I mean, is that not the That's my kind of, that's my kind of professor. Like, and he talked like this and he swore yeah. and he was a Vietnam Marine. Did he, was, were they lucky strikes? No, they were Marlboro Reds. Okay. Well. Yeah, he he told us early on that the lawyer's breakfast of champion was a half a pack of Marlboro Reds and two pots of coffee. <laughs> but he said, "Listen, I don't care if you learn anything else from me in this class, but if you do not have on your form blank demands a trial by jury." and it's either plaintiff or defendant, then I swear to God when you get sued for malpractice, I will be lead plaintiff's counsel, or at least an expert witness. And I will say, they're idiots. I taught them that. They knew it. It was on the exam. Mm. Because it's just one of those, I mean... It's like defending a case, and of course you're going to make it. It doesn't matter if it's the most prototypical uh, complaint ever. You still, before you start answering shit, you file a motion under Rule 12b-6 to dismiss for failure to state a claim upon which relief can be granted, because if you don't raise it, you're fucked. Hey guys, I have an emergency call I have to take. I'm really, uh, guys and gals, I'm sorry about that. No worries. I got to take this emergency call. I apologize. You see, Steve, it's okay. Okay. Bye bye now. Bye. Bye, Steve. But that's you know that that that's that's just how it is. And she, you know what? There's there's no other phrase, but she done fucked up bad. I mean, this is something. This is, you take torts in your first year of law school, and she's bound to have had a better legal education than me. But that's 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 a mistake. That's a mistake that somebody who was dead drunk and coked out of their heads and knocked out on 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 the antique quaaludes wouldn't make. It, it's 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 just yeah unbelievable unbelievable that's why I brought it up and by the way Ken uh, Ken writes in from uh, Northwest PA and said uh, you know Hillary was correct it is a vast right wing conspiracy and the conspiracy is the uh, to end the very idea of democracy on the other on the other hand though we've got it we've got a uh, an alternate view, Randy Radar says, I think she did that on purpose to give Trump an out. She'll be compensated later. Well, this is my question. And, and I'm just, I was so thankful to be actually on the line, you know, with a, a bona fide um, legal person or two, you know, uh, in this respect. Because when I heard that, like, 
like when she had like the option, I mean, you always have the option. Defense always has the option as far as I understand. I mean, but sometimes it's to your advantage, you know, to listen to your attorney. But the way she looked, she's my point is that just like Trump, he's all show glitter. He just got her because she's appealing to the eye, not because of her skills. So I, you know, I, I do. I hate. I hate making arguments like that because it is. Uh, it is objectively. That's his pattern, though. No, I, I know. I know, but it's it's it's, it's it's objectively, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting after you. It is. It is objectively invalidating of a lawyer's skills simply because she happens to be a beautiful woman. You can be beautiful okay. and a brilliant lawyer at the same time. I, you know, but what? you can also. But the thing is, the reality is, you can be you can be absolutely drop right. drop dead stone cold beautiful, yep. and not a great lawyer, or maybe right. good at being corporate counsel for a parking garage, but not a litigator. You know, you don't. But, but this is. But she's not situationally aware. She has to understand her client. Now, look. Number one, you always had an option. You got to know what you're dealing with, and you choose between. Now, I've been through this. That's what I'm, I'm telling you from experience. Between the judge and a jury, sometimes it can be to your favor, and sometimes not. However, you got to know your client. Now, him, he would want a jury because he could pay people off. Had people intimidated. You see, that's why he's so upset. And this is just going to uh, actually fuel his demise because he, he's really not going to make it. Now, I'm sorry I went off on a tangent, but uh, he. No, you're, uh, he, well, here's, I mean, let, let me see if I can explain this because I, I'm sorry Steve had to go because he could have looked this up and given us a little insight. I want I would, but, please. Um, here's where the here's here's where the fuck up may have happened. If the original pleadings, namely the lawsuit itself, did not at the if if the if the attorney general of New York did not demand trial by jury. Because the plaintiff has a right to demand trial by jury, too. But if the attorney general didn't demand it, when counsel for the parking garage got hold of the, of the complaint, she may have just gone through checking boxes and, you know, deny, 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 you know, the defendant demands strict proof, yada, 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 yada. And you get down there where defendant, you know, where it doesn't, where it doesn't say plaintiff demands trial by jury, and so she doesn't think to check the box that says defendant damned well does. Mm. You, you see, do you understand? I do, and this is what I'm concerned about in this case and some others is mistrial because of uh, you know attorney mis misconduct. Or Miss Turney, no attorney, you know malfeasance. But the th but the thing is, this What's is a, right? this is a civil case. Her fuck up doesn't well, get him off. It's not well, criminal. It's fucked. not ineffective assistance of counsel. 
it is legal malpractice. Well, then he too bad. Buddy. And that's an insu- you know that's an insurance claim. That's like when his uh, when when Maga Loco got hit by a hurricane and a couple of uh, a couple of terracotta tiles blew off of it, and he filed a claim for a couple of million bucks or something. I seem to remember something like that back in time. Oh my God! So he's going to sue his attorney because she didn't check the box. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, this is this. Yeah, that's 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 what that's what that's that's where whoever his counsel then is (laughs) will send her what is called the call your carrier letter. In other words, you have malpractice insurance. I intend to claim against it on behalf of my client, who used to be your client. And, you know, every every policy of insurance has policy coverage limits. So let's say mm-hmm. let's say she's got. I don't even I don't even know what the legal malpractice industry is like now, but, you know, let's say she's got a legal malpractice policy that covers fuck ups up to ten million dollars. Well, Okay, so in, in in this hypothetical, her insurance carrier would immediately write the check for ten million dollars, and counsel for the parking garage would be on the hook for the other two hundred and forty million. Oh my God! I, you know what? I can't even believe we had to even discuss this. How are we even here? This is just so convoluted. I mean, we're, we're actually here. We are we are in this space where we have a former, a fresh former president, twice twice impeached, is 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 literally like we have to figure out our constitutional crisis here. We really do. And and because yeah, he's going to suck that money up. What? Come on, that's a no-brainer. You know, if you put, I can't tell you the stories. That's what I'm saying, man. Reading New York Times every day, he would, he would hire people to pee in, on. He would hire a bunch of homeless people to pee on everybody's door in an apartment building for months on end until everybody would move out, so that he could, you know, do just there's a certain amount of rehab he can do, and he could redo the building, and there's no more record. Go open the rent. You know, he's just always been fraudster. He he was always racist. I mean, this is nothing new. Middle America, this is what you like. See, this is who we are. But and I'm sorry, I'm getting off of this. But we have to come to terms with who we are and where we are. We want to be yet. Where we are and what we are and where we are. I don't like it. Like I mean, I wish it were not this way, but it is. And I don't like the fact that people just don't like, this is what I don't like, is disingenuous people. I can deal with a racist-ass motherfucker. I, if you tell me I can't stand your black ass, and I'll, I'm like, well, I'm glad you're told me. Thank you. Yeah, dude, you know, yeah, yeah, please, please, put that, put that front bumper tag with the Confederate flag on it on your rusted-out Chevy pickup truck. And I'll know immediately who you are. I mean, 
I, I, I pulled into the Wiggle and Pig the other day. I forget what I was running in for. And I pulled up next to a car with a sticker on the back that shows a picture, a goofy picture of Biden and Kamala Harris, and it just says, Dumb and Dumber. Hmm. <laughs> and then I got a, and then I got to look at the guy driving the car, and I'm like, "You're a hell of a you're 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 a hell of a guy to judge that, aren't you?" Uh, by the way, I got a note from Christopher out in Oregon, uh, Alina Haba parking lot Esquire. Hold on, it only gets better from there. So is Darlene saying that Alina stayed in the ground for four days after melanoma fed on her? You may even say Alina is Melanoma's apprentice. Hey there, Robin and Stephen oh, Todd. Shit. Darlene, too. Darlene, protect those bunnies. Yeah, Darlene. Oh. Darlene, are the bunnies okay? Thank you, Christopher, for reminding me. Darlene. We need to know about Come the bunnies. Oh, and, uh, okay, so yeah. we, we, ha we have an announcement. This is breaking news. Um, Craven McCarthy has uh, spoken to a closed-door meeting and uh, told them he will not, in fact, run for speaker again. He won't. Just won't. No. When And, and when they announced the oh, vote today, not. the first thing that came to mind was, uh, well, you won't have Dick Nixon to kick around anymore. And I think that's because maybe I was. I think maybe that's because I was in touch with Scott's spirit. I'm glad you brought that. Is, listen, that is. Oh, I'm so. You know what? We've been talking so long. I, I really meant to actually. Uh, you know, Scott is listening. I feel it because who is the movie raconteur now? Uh, we don't really have one. We, we don't have a documentary, a, a, a TV viewing tip. Uh, correspondent. He, he was good at that. Uh, and he still had it, you know, somewhere else, I guess. Because, um, well, anyway. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, I'm glad, you know, because Scott was definitely, um, you know, you guys could talk about radio and, and putting carts in, you know, all that cool stuff. And, you, know, uh, you know, so many people, my God, Mr. Stress. Mm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Don't, don't look. I'll, I'll be up. I'll be, you know what? I'll be up there. And you know what? I bet the air. Oh, my God. I can imagine what it's like at night. Now. Getting that fresh air, that cool fresh air. It's nice up in the mountains. Yeah, it is nice, but and and we you know we're no. getting, we're still getting into the high seventies in the day. But yeah, yeah, you know, because barbecue is good. Um, well, you know this 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 array. Uh, so. You know, I was, I'm glad. You know, I'm glad I wasn't the only one. I was once again the real reason I called basically was because uh, of Jehoshaphat and those interviews, and I was like, this can't be real. 
these these there these people. It, uh, this is and it played into what I said last night. This is what I'm saying. We have to figure out what to how to handle this. I'm not being flippant now. I'm being serious. How do we handle this? Because we're going to have a whole lot of disillusioned people if if the law is the law. And they drink liquor and they like guns and they got a lot of ammunition. And they've been they've been mobilizing. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. And so, you know, it's really no joke. These folks got paramilitary on to go. And um you know, that's that's been my observation. Not that I, I, mean, I take any time. This is just casual observation, but if I can see it, I'm just casually observing. See, um, that means, you know, iceberg. Once again, the iceberg. You know, you know, middle America, they just, they just, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what the answer is. Uh, nor do I. I have an actuality here of uh, Kevers speaking. Oh, by the way, Darlene says I think Baby Rabbit and uh, I think Baby Rabbit and Cute Baby Rabbit are still around, Chris. Yay! Thank you. I'm glad to know. Oh. Um, let's see. Uh, let's check in on this actuality. Bunch of people just kind of hanging out. Outside the speaker's office. I can't believe this, man. This is terrible. I can't. Good evening, all. You know, President Where's your American flag pen? Because I don't see any other way. If you ever come to my office, you'll see the portraits of Lincoln and Reagan. And I firmly believe if Reagan gave us advice, he would say, if you believe your principles bring people greater freedom, you should be happy about it. I've always been, I've always been excited that I've been a happy conservative. But I've always believed that I've been so fortunate to be an American. I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. Something people wouldn't understand. Blanche Dubois. I grew up in a town of Bakersfield, California, the son of a firefighter, the grandson of immigrants. Parents worked hard, the youngest in my family. Didn't have great wealth and got out of high school. I didn't have great grades. Couldn't get a scholarship. Went to community college. Flipped cars to try to pay my way through it. Went to visit some buddies. Away in college for a weekend. Stopped at the grocery store to cash a check, and I won the lottery. One of the first in California. It was before Biden economics. It was only 5,000, but it went much further back then. Took my folks to dinner. Put the majority of the rest of the money into the stock market and did pretty well. The next semester, I took a break from school. I went to buy a franchise, but no one said they would sell me one because I was only 20 years old. But I learned then never to give up. So I opened my own business, 
selling sandwiches. Three things I learned. First to work, last to leave, last to be paid. I wanted to finish my college degree. At that time, no one in my family had finished a four-year degree. I did pretty well. I now had enough money that I could pay my way through school as long as I went to Cal State. So I sold my business, going to school. I opened up the local paper and said, be a summer intern in Washington, D.C. with my local congressman. I did not know this man, but I thought he'd be lucky to have me, so I applied. And you know what he did? He turned me down. But you want to know the end of the story? Well, I mean, I guess we'll get to it, but I have to share this. Uh, because there was a Vulcan mind melt going on, Todd. I just got a note from Matt in San what Francisco. Happened? Kevin was born a poor black child. <laughs> I mean, it fits. The jerk, right? The new phone book's here. The new I've... phone book's here. I'm somebody... He, do you understand? He's a shameless drug addict. Look at him. He looks like a vampire. Look, you can't fool. Look, man, I've done that. You cannot fool me. How many years did Nancy Pelosi last? Man, as speaker, yeah, as long as she wanted don't to start be, me with that. as long as she wanted. Okay, but here's one thing that's going on. The maggots... They hate her because she's too damn good. She's uh, too damn she's good. She's too damn good and too damn woman. You're right. And, and but you're but right. Here's, exactly. the, here's the thing that's going on now. The maggots are all hopping up and down and scratching themselves like they're like they're whacked out of their minds on Dexatrim, fighting out in the yard. Remember Dexatrim? Um, and... Now they're screaming, Trump for speaker, Trump for speaker, because you do not have to be a member of the House to be the speaker thereof. Holy shit. You're right. I wonder if they're they, that. They, had been taught, they were tossing it around. Remember a year and a yeah, half ago, they were well, Matt, Matt, around, Matt, Matt Gates said he would nominate him. We're in some, this is some weird, we're in some weird, weird shit. They had to pump his gluteus maximus absolutely chock full of Ativan to get him out there to eat this giant bag of feathery crow. Ooh, ooh, the, the cotton mouth. That he endured. Let's see if he's making any of those sticky noises. I got elected to a seat I couldn't get an internship for. I ended up being the 55th Speaker of the House. One of the greatest honors. I loved every minute. And the one thing I will tell you is, doing the right thing isn't always easy, but it is necessary. I don't regret standing up for choosing governing over grievance. It is my responsibility. It is my job. I do not regret Was, Kevin. Was. Our government is designed to find compromise. I don't regret my efforts to build coalitions and find solutions. I was raised to solve problems, not create them. So I may have lost a vote today, but as I walk out of this chamber, I feel fortunate to have served the American people. And you won't have I leave Kevin the speakership McCarthy to kick with a sense around. of pride, accomplishment, and yes, optimism. 
From the day I entered politics, my mission has always been to make tomorrow better than today. I fought for what I believe in. Epic fail. I believe in this country of America. My goals have not changed. My ability to fight is just in a different form. You need two 18s. Unfortunately, 4% of our conference can join all the Democrats and dictate who can be the Republican Speaker in this House. I don't think that rule is good for the institution. But he agreed to it. Apparently, I'm the only one. I believe I can continue to fight, maybe in a different manner. I will not run for Speaker again. I'll have the conference pick somebody else. I hope you realize that every day I did the job, regardless whether you underestimated me or not, I wanted to do it with a smile. I want my balls back, God damn it! Even on your toughest days and your questions, I could always tell what day it was based upon your question. Monday, you would ask if I could pass the bill. Tuesday was whether the rule would pass. Wednesday was the greatest challenge ever to my speakership. And Thursday, when we passed the bill, you didn't think it was a very big deal. And it all started again on Friday. You know, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, you um, would. You'd like to still be speaker. You'll. I do believe I got a new portrait in there, too, of Teddy Roosevelt. Is he 12? We all know the man in the arena. One of my favorite parts of it who er What the fuck? He wouldn't change a thing. He, he wishes he hadn't been held hostage so that one guy could, could, could introduce a privileged motion to vacate. Wouldn't change a thing. What a schmuck. You know, do you happen to remember, do you happen to remember the name of Steve Martin's dog in The Jerk? Oh my God, that's that's deep. Ah, Shithead. The dog's the dog's name was no. Shithead. Oh no. There he is. Oh, it must be. Okay. Yeah. Holy shit! I'm not surprised. Come on, well, come on, Shithead. Those who comes up short again and again, but there is no effort without error and shortcoming. Who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who knows the triumph of high achievement? And if he fails. At least he fails while daring greatly. I always like to take a risk. Saturday, I took a risk for the American public. Regardless what anybody says, and hung Ukraine no out to dry. Pass. The Democrats didn't want that bill. Yes, they pull a fire alarm. Yes, they do their conga line. Yes, they wanted to delay. With this rag. for the American people. I could not look the troops in the eye and say I would not pay them. For those who spoke on the floor, I thank them for their positive talks. I don't know what those who voted against and said there was some deal, they were never a part of any deal. For those who said about what we accomplished, I'm proud of what we accomplished. From the Parents' Bill of Rights... God, Jesus. Bye, Felicia. But if they want to hold me liable because the Senate didn't take it up or the president didn't take it up, that's politics for what I know. But the one thing I do know, this country is too great. Wait a minute. Can I, can I do my Aaron Neville impression?
based on that, that really what he it. just said? Please. I don't know much, but I know they beat me. <laughs> Sorry. That was bad. Um, but, it, oh, no, there's a lot of things he doesn't know. But one thing he does know is that Nancy Pelosi never had to walk out and make that speech. Ain't that a shame? What do you want to bet? What do you want to bet he loses when he runs for his seat? Because it's not it's not like his district loves him the way that Nancy's district in San Francisco loves her. No, I looked up his district. He's in he's in like the Emerald Triangle. He's a you know Bakersfield kind of is kind of like rednecky. You know, it's trucker country. Oh yeah, I, well, uh, there's there's a there's a duet between Dw- Dwight Yoakam and Buck Owens. Because Buck Owens mm-hmm. was the king of the Bakersfield sound. And there's a line that says, You don't know me, but you don't like me. <laughs> it's called the Streets of Bakersfield. But, but, but you know what? I mean, now I'm getting personal now. I, You know what? To me, it's like, I got no problem. I understand like who's out there. Because... There's some good music that has come out of there. That's that real country western. You know what I'm saying? That's like eagle shit. I get it. But um, you know, it's it's kind of tumultuous out there, man. It got you know between the it's a lot. Of, it's, it's tumultuous. But yeah, he's done, man. I don't. I, he, he sounds like he's 12 years old. He he, he has strength. Does he have a dick? What the fuck is wrong with him? He's worthless, man. He ain't worth shit. That's exactly why he's where he is. You know, even Jim Jordan, he's wrong every day of the week. But the thing about being wrong. See? Yeah, well, I got right. you. I queued it up for you. I can hear this is perfect. I couldn't find anywhere. Hey, I'm not trying nobody. I just want a chance to be myself. I've spent a thousand miles of coming. Yes, I've worn blisters on my heel. Trying to find me something better. Here it comes. Hey, you don't know me, but you don't like me. Say you care less how I feel. But how many of you that shouldn't judge me? 216, that's how many. walk the streets of Bakersfield. Isn't that just, I mean, that's not just listenable, that's danceable. They're telling the truth, man. Bakersfield is like the Wild West, yo. It's, it's like, all right, so for instance, the city on our side, you got a place, Newburgh and Beacon. And it's like, everybody, when you when people get in trouble in the city, 
for some reason, when we have to Newburgh and Beacon and disappear because there's a lot of, you know, when you get out of there, there's a lot of woods and shit. Or they just hide out. But it's like that. It, it's like, you know, people flee. Bakersfield's a wild man. Yeah, not a great, not a, not a great, not a great place. Uh, now the Bakersfield continues. <laughs> hey, it's lovely. You've never been here, but I love that line. It's so perfect. If 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 I was, you know, if I if I knew video editing or something, I'd take it. You don't know me. You don't know me, but you don't like me. You say you care less how I feel, but how many of you would sit and judge me? Two hundred and sixteen. That's how many, Kevin. Two hundred and sixteen. Oh, see. And, Holy and, shit! So, Man, so, you know what? That's brilliant. Wait a minute. That you get that's a, that is the way you weave that together. That's amazing. That's, it's, mm-hmm. it's just part of being an old DJ. Mm. That's all. Damn, that was God. That was good. I just, I'm not minute, trying to butter you up. No, 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 no. The minute I heard him say Bakersfield, it's like that lyric just went <laughs> through my through my brain like lightning. You don't know me, but you don't like me. Oh God! I mean, I wonder. I wonder if Matt Gates has, has like you know emailed that video link to the, the YouTube link to him. Yeah. <sighs> Holy cat! Well, we're we're for a radio ride, right? Oh, we are. I mean, we're 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 having our Schadenfreude now. But something wicked this way comes. But I got to, uh, I got to give it. A, uh, oh no! What happened now? <laughs> no, it's just what happens in the next forty-three days. Oh, uh, that. Yeah, that's they're, they're going to do any, every, any, and everything they can to set the world on fire. But I got a cowbell for Matt. Mm-hmm. Full resonance. Speaker <clears throat> memories. Kevin sure has a lot of memories for only 10 months of work. It's barely, it's not even 10 months, is it? Took a few days to get that 15th ballot in. Uh, let, let's, let's, I, I think I need one more computer here so that I could bring in the audio of a tinny whorehouse piano playing uh, behind this. I, I know you got something queued up. No, I, I, just, I just want to go back to... Uh, his his positive and upbeat, self humiliating statement about how he wouldn't have it any other way. Can you believe that? I mean, literally, that's when that that's like okay. Who are coming to visit oh, he's talking to the children. This is the place I want you to visit. <clears throat> I liked opening the capital back up again. I liked taking away the metal detectors. I liked committees being able to work. Stay away I from Matt Gates. Being able to visit. I hope you like being able to be back in. I think it was important that that members actually show up to work as well. You know, to paraphrase Lou Gehrig, he said, "I, I, I might have been I, given I, a I, bad break." Wait a minute! Did he say Lou Gehrig? Consider myself yeah. to be the luckiest man. The luckiest, 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 luckiest man, man, There's man. There's no man. other country that you could rise to be the 55th speaker, not get an internship. And be able to fight Still pissed National off Party. about that internship, isn't he? It was my greatest honor to be able to do it. I love my conference well. I love to be able to ability. I've been a part of the leadership team for quite some time. We won two majorities. As leader, I'm proud of the fact 
we only gained races, only gained seats. I'm proud of the fact, as a Republican leader, we elected more women. We elected more minorities. We expanded the base. I'm proud of the fact that for the five years I leader, two election cycles, we gained five more seats in California, five more in New York. We won in places no one thought we could win. The same thing you would underestimate me. You always said we'd lose each time around. We kept gaining. I intend to make Wait, sure it's the media's fault? the majority in the next cycle as well. With that, I look forward to your positive questions. Yes. Oh, I'll look at that. You still obviously convey a lot of loyalty within the conference. We've heard you say approximately 10,000 times that you never give up. So I'm wondering, why not? Why did you make the decision not to put your name forward again and try to grind it out like you did when you won the job in the first place? You know, you need 218 for the rule, 218 um, to move forward. And I'll never give up on the American people. That doesn't mean I have to be speaker to do what I have to do for the American people. Um, there's a lot of things I could do for the American people. Um, a lot of things he could do to the American people. Everybody's sitting there. In today's world, if you're sitting in Congress and you took a gamble to make sure government was still open, and eight people can throw you out as speaker, and the Democrats who said they wanted to keep government open, I think you've got a real divide. I think you've got a real institutional problem. You could have made a deal, dipshit. You could have said, we'll fully fund Ukraine and we will keep the government open 43 days from now, and you'd still be speaker, Kevin. I told her I was having issues with getting enough votes. She said, what's the problem? I said, they want this one... One person can really out. She was the only speaker to have changed that rule. I had the power to call the vote on her, but I never would. I lost some votes because of it. Um, and she said, just give it to him. I'll always back you up. I made the same offer to Boehner and same thing to uh, Paul, because I believe in the institution. I think today was a political decision by the Democrats. And I think, I think the things they have done in the past hurt the institution. Oh, it's the Democrats' fault. Son of a gun. Who'd have thunk it? My fear is the institution fell today. Because you can't do the job. Did you catch that, Todd? He said that he gave in on the one-person rule because Nancy told him to. It's Nancy's fault. Blame the woman. It's, it's It's been the woman ever since Eve had that conversation with that, 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 Chatty Copperhead. Mm. No, that, you didn't. Use the that, C word. That, oh my that, God. That that, that, you... that 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 Gabby Gavon Viper. <laughs> Women, it's the woman's fault. Dude, she took your fucking lunch money and made you lose it. He was not. Yo, I'm telling. Look, she put she put the dildo on. She said, "You know what? I'm gonna show you." Don't something. go there. I'm just saying, like, I mean, I don't mean it like that, but I'm just saying that, that she is, this is what, you know, I don't mean this in a bad way, but in my experience, I'm just saying, there are a lot of males out here who have a problem with strong male leaders, and they just can't stomach it. Yeah, strong This women. is why we never had it. You know, they have a problem with it. This is why we haven't had a female president. There's plenty of competent uh, females that should have been president. You know, uh, and you know, it's a problem, and it's their problem. 
other people's problem, our problem. And that's what I tell people a lot of times. I'm like, when they, when they say, well, I don't, you know, they try, people will try to make you think that you're the problem when in fact, if their opinions or something, it's like, no, actually, this is what I'm supposed to do. Maybe you have the problem. You just don't like the delivery. You just don't like what you get. You know, and we're back to people confuse their facts with feelings. You know, sometimes, sometimes they're congruent. Many times they're not. You know, it's like love. How do you describe love? It's not, you know, it's not rational. But, you know, facts and feelings are often different. And we're, we're in an age now where we know this because we're thinkers. We have a whole cadre of people, a statistically significant portion of our population that has confused facts with feelings in there. You know, they're, they're, they're in limbo. They're, you know, it's just like, oh, they don't know what to do. They're unsettled. They're angry and they drink liquor and they have a lot of powerful weapons. And, you know, and they're, they're really old fascist. You know, he's going, he's going down. And we, we, it's like, we told you, we told you, everybody. We saw this coming but from a mile away now. and it had nothing to do with the Democrats. All he had to do was show that he wanted to work in good faith, but he decided not to. And then by the decided time that he, not to. And, and then and then by the time that he realized that he had just stooped himself, all of his little buddies working in the background conflict. No, really, what do y'all want? What do you want? What do you want? That's too late for that. We tried to have a conversation with him, but, but he said he wouldn't make any deals. So this is what happens when you refuse to compromise and make deals. That's how this place is supposed to work. The Democrats didn't harm the institution. Oh, fuck you, you know. What a load he of crap. What a, what a, what a, yeah, no, really, he is Craven McCarthy. What a sniveling little piss ant. He's just as weak as he appears. Just like you said, I'm glad you, just, you made it clear, more clear than I did. I went off on a tangent. Right. The This is what he, and he's such a and, you know, and then the, all the other liars back them up. They had an agreement. Everything was set. Everything was moved forward so we didn't have to deal with this and no disruption to the economy. This is why I keep saying these people are on the take for Russia or some other enemy. And, and I mean, you know, it's it just because who benefits? Remember, uh, the first person for the first person for our attorney general was a disgusting racist ass redneck from Alabama who used to tell the truth about the real threat to this country, which everybody who was paying attention already knew anyone who paid into like, you know, social science statistics, we knew it was like, you know, homegrown white supremacy stuff. I mean, man, it was like, Oh, it's been that way for a while. It's getting worse. Ever since Obama, you know, Tea Party and, and offshoots, uh, he decided to focus on Black Lives Matter, and then and that last uh, the mentally ill fascist continued to install. He had that that oh my god, he was straight up skinhead from Washington State. I don't Whit- Whitaker, I believe his name was. You no, know, he he was at the same. 
So, you know, this has been, this has been festering and fostering. Um, so we have to, you know, come to terms with who we are and what we are. What do we want? What do we want? The generals have said, the generals have said, God help us. They finally can't, they have finally had to come out. And it's, it's like, what the fuck else do you need to hear? I mean, me personally, I know this shit from the fucking 80s. You know, Clarence, Clarence just said, what goes around comes around. The beginning of the end was January 6th when he knew that Trump was the cause of the attack that day. He even scolded Trump for his actions. Then he turns around after a meeting with Trump and changes his stance on the attack. It was downhill after that volatile decision. McCarthy was destined for failure. Yeah, but now what? Hakeem Jeffries, now hopefully, this is what I think, though, honestly. I think really, honestly, we're about to readjust. I think we've had just about enough. I think Hakeem Jeffries, you know, uh, he knows who he's doing. Enough Republicans, and we're going to have a speaker. And it's going to be Hakeem Jeffries because the numbers are there. That's what I predict. No, nah, we're not going to. No, we no, we, we will not have Hakeem Jeffries until Jan- January 2025 at the earliest. All right. Well, let me ask you this: Are we going to go speakerless uh, for the time being in the House or? Uh, yeah, for the time being, so, we're gonna. And even the Republicans well, in the, they want. even the Republicans in the Senate are disgusted. Wait a minute. That they get what they want then. That means we cannot appropriate any funds because it emanates from the Right, the because, House of because, because because there's another trick, uh, there's another trick box here. Uh, as part of, as hmm. part of as part of the overall uh, donation of his testicles to the maggot caucus <laughs> who put him in who put him in that 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 jar that had been used for canned squirrel meat he said that instead of doing a 2000 page omnibus and everybody votes and we're done that we're going to go through appropriations bill by bill by bill by bill the farm bill just expired mm, that's terrible Okay. The, oh, that's that's food. That's food. That's snap. That's that's a lot of shit. Yeah. That that's loans. Oh, okay. So they're dismantling the area started. Okay, so these people got started already. All right. That they ain't those, those are they're those 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 will probably not be addressed in a timely fashion. We have we have we have what did we figure out eighteen. Legislative days. Oh God! And what these, the fuck is going? This is crazy. Eighteen legislative days until the next shutdown. They ain't going to get shit done. They can't even. They can't look. Come on. Well, look. How long did it take? How long did it take to get Kevers the speakership? Fifteen. Who's ever? That's never happened. Fifteen. Was it fifteen rounds? Uh, it had happened. There had been more, but yeah. Um, it took fifteen hours. That's a lot for the modern age. I would they can't even find okay. anybody in the Republican caucus who says they want the damn job. Well, that's, that's the other thing. Who, because know, because what Republic what but, Republican would?
unless it's Matt Gates, and Matt Gates, if he became speaker, would immediately change the rules to make sure nobody could oh ever do God. to Matt Gates what Matt Gates just did to Kevers McCarthy. Well, this is what I'm concerned about. I don't want these 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 individuals. I was about to curse. I don't want them to understand the rules. I don't want them to know what they're actually capable of because it's nefarious. You know, because you the rules change every session. They can make the rules change every. Am I wrong here? Okay, okay. Here's here's one thing. I'm, is, I'm worried. Uh, you there, you there, fucking you know, worried. There, there, I don't like there's, this. Shit. There's a there's a weird. Don't even go to the off-track betting place and put a bet on this. You will lose. <laughs> but if there are enough disgusted Republicans, they might choose to caucus with the Democrats and make Hakeem Jeffries speaker. But I just, I mean, I no, we will... We, 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 we will land we will land on Alpha Centauri first. We are a broken oh, we are we, we are a broken country. This is fucked up. This is ridiculous, man. This, I mean seriously, this is unnecessary. This is this is bullshit. This is absolutely just chaos. Russia is winning. They have won. These people are getting paid. You understand me? They're getting paid. We got people blocking military appointments. Our government is all blocked and gummed up. That's going to be... Remember, poor people create crime. This is a no-brainer. I mean, it's, it's just like, that's empirical evidence. You can you can. Oh, here, here, let me, let, let, here let, me, let me just game out another nightmare scenario for you. Oh, boy, here we go. Uh, let's go back to Project 2025. A Republican Senate, a Republican House, and a Republican President, and a Republican Judiciary. Now, Dobbs was predicated on the idea that this needed to be handled individually by the several states because that's democracy. Mm-hmm. You get that scenario in 2025 that I just described to you. Probably the first bill they produce would be a national ban on any abortion whatsoever. And it would go through the Congress mm-hmm. like shit through a goose. Uh, whoever the Republican is would sign it into law. And the Supreme Court would uphold it. Just like what I said with the uh, the, the trans kid medical care ban. Right. There is a terrifying mm-hmm. future out there. And 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 I I will know I will know something tomorrow when I tune into my filthy morning habit. I think I'm going to set my I think I'm going to set my stopwatch. That's <laughs> not cool. to see, it's too, it's to not, see, you know what I don't even this think will, about. You know the, this and Trump will be the lead in the six o'clock hour. But I'm going to set my stopwatch and see how long it takes for somebody <laughs> on the morning zoo crew panel to say, yeah, but what about Biden's age? But what about see? No, just yeah. What about Biden's age? And, and, then, and then I'll know. I'll know something. You know this scenario. 
it, it's it's like it's like a diesel train. You know, it's moving slowly, but but they're they're getting what they want done. Bodies in motion tend to remain in motion. Bodies at rest tend to remain at rest. Right. It's not like if they get if they if they they get rolling. But the thing is, I'm counting on them. Honestly, I'm counting on them to continue to be the gang that can't shoot straight. Because there's nobody. There's 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 nobody. There's nobody in. There, there, there's no. I mean, even the people who voted with him still despise Matt Gates. Uh, from CBS News, the rule on the speaker uh, Roger in Oregon helping out. The rules of the 118th Congress state that in the case of a vacancy in the office of speaker, the next member named on a list submitted by McCarthy to the clerk of the House in January will become speaker pro tem until a speaker is elected. A House reading clerk announced immediately after the vote that Representative Patrick McHenry of North Carolina, that's the bowtie boy, was the first name on McCarthy's list and therefore was appointed Speaker Pro Tem. That's why he got the gavel and hammered the fuck out of it. Pending such election, the member... Hold on, hold on. Pending such election, the member acting as Speaker Pro Tem may exercise such authorities of the office of Speaker as may be necessary and appropriate to that end. The requirement of a list appears to have originated with the 108th Congress that convened in January 2003. After the Speaker pro tem takes over, presumably the next order of business would be to choose a Speaker. He pointed out that it's unlikely the House would continue to operate as usual without a new Speaker being selected. So, gridlock on steroids. so the works are, are, are all gunned up. Yeah, and they're going to get the shutdown that they were pissed off they didn't get on October 1st. And they'll get it in November. Because they can they can they can fuck off for 18 days like 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 a boss. Well, see this right. And, and you know, I, I would hate to be the parliamentarian. I guess everybody, you know, Rushing their office, but what an what an what an evening it has been. Thanks, Todd. Yes. Well, man, you know, thank you. Honest to God, I I just you know, I just really, really enjoy our conversations, and and I'm being selfish, but I I really, I mean, honest to God, I was going to get on just answer some questions and go. Um. Do you understand we're living through some serious-ass American history right now as we speak? Yes, absolutely. All right. I'm I'm glad I'm not the only one. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I know you have to go, and I have to go, and um, have a great evening. All right. You take care, Todd. Bye now. And by the way, uh, during the clip of of, uh, Craven McCarthy there, uh, TJ heard it, I heard it, and I had to kind of run it back through the Universal Translator. TJ said, did I just not hear Kevin McCarthy say they gained racists? No, he said they gained races, but, you know, the goddess of irony makes it made it sound like racists. Wow. And so we see... What the morrow brings. 
But that's the program. A few minutes extra. Nice. Thanks to our Patreon and PayPal subscribers. Thanks so much, uh, Tony and Chico, for finishing off Bruce and Karen's Memorial Challenge. I'll notice there were no... Uh, we didn't have to do any fundraising today because the challenge provided the first two days' funding of the month. Thank you still to our challenge issuers and to our challenge responders and our a la carte contributors who keep all of this going. Thanks to each and every one of you who share your precious finite time engaging in the program in whatever manner you so choose. Thanks to our all-volunteer staff. Thank you, Roger, in Oregon. Thank you to our news ninjas. Thank you, Brother Deacon Asa, head on dot live. Remember, please like and subscribe. Leave a comment for the algorithms. Share the podcast with other folks. Let's build this community even larger. Get lots of voices in the conversation. Thank you, John Fox in Australia. I noticed that my buddy John is uh, back behind the front of house faders. Worked a big music festival. Really happy to see that. John is so good with audio issues. This entire operation could have crashed and burned on a couple of occasions were it not for John Fox. Thank you, Ben Birch, WhiteRoseSociety.org. Thanks to the hardest working, bravest people I know, the folks at Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net, 20-plus years at the forefront of the struggle for human rights and environmental justice in Appalachia and a proud union shop. Stay safe. Get your booster. Get your RSV vaccine. Get your flu shot. Be as protected as you can be coming into this winter. Wear your mask when you're around the maggots or when you're around even just five or more people, like Paul from Parts Unknown said. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Use your hand sanitizer. Carry some with you, pocket or purse. Maintain your social distance to the best of your abilities. And if a craven, spineless dude from Bakersfield comes towards you saying, that was the Democrats' fault. I wouldn't have done anything different. Now, avoid Craven McCarthy like the plague. Because he is. And always, 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 Gina, it's all for you. Love you, Wayne. Later.